Blog Talk Radio.
It's your girl, Bella Flame, from the east side of Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm tuned in, and you should be tuned in, with that boy DJ Sincere on the Dirty Basement Radio. Chill. Dirty, 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 Yeah, thank you, Bella, baby. Thank you, Bella, baby. All right, Dirty Basement Radio, DJ Sincere. We in the building right now. You already know what it is. You know how we get it in on that weekly basis. It's Saturday again, y'all, so we in the building. Doing a damn thing. All right, big shout out to everybody on the check-in. All right, telephone lines are open as always, 563-999-3050. 563-999-3050. Please don't forget to press the number one button when you call in. So I know that you got something that you want to say that you want to, you know, join the conversation. You got something that you want to add on uh, to what we got going on. We got a few things going on today. No special guest this week, but uh, big shout out. To the super fine finesse, Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, she was definitely in the building last week. Had a real good conversation uh, with that young lady. If you missed any of that conversation, you missed any of that particular episode of Dirty Basement. Make sure you go back and check the archives for that. All right, we're going to be getting into uh, some of her music a little bit later on in the show. She definitely got a hot single out right now. As does uh, Miss uh, Bella Flame, all right, who you just heard from when it dropped at the beginning of the show. All right, so as always, we got the hottest independent artist because I am the independent artist's best friend. All right, you need to get at me. All right, if you haven't already, hit me up on IG. You need to be following me too, you know what I mean? At Dirty Basement, D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. That's Dirty Basement with no vowels, y'all. We took out all the vowels. All right, that's on Twitter, as a matter of fact. All right, let me get it right because it's a little bit different now. See, I got it wrong. See, I got my own information wrong right there. All right, on Twitter, it's at Dirty Basement, D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. On IG, it's original underscore Dirty Basement, D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. All right, now that's it. That's it right there. That's it right. So let me not mess it up no more. All right, so that's what it is. So we're going to be blazing all this hot music I got for y'all. Big shout out to all my artists that's blessing me. All right, to send me that hotness. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, we got some things we got to talk about, as always. We got some things we got to speak about. You know what I'm saying? The political season. You just heard my dude Ross set at the top of the show uh, talk about politics as usual. And, you know, the, the political season is definitely heating up right now. Uh, we're going into these midterm elections. Uh, folks are going to be going to the polls in just a couple of months. And, you know, a lot has been said and a lot is continue, continuing to be said in regards to who needs to do what and who uh, should feel obligated and who should be showing out to the polls and, you know, uh, 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 vote for blue no matter who and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. So we're going to be talking about some of that and, you know, how it affects us in particular, us, I mean, black folks, uh, how it affects, you know, us in particular and, uh, you know, what are some of the strategies that could potentially be employed and also, you know, what could potentially be some of the pitfalls of employing those same said strategies, all right? So, you know, we got a lot to talk about today. I got a lot on my mind today. And also, you know, you see the title of today's show, the main topic is, you know, I was talking about it a bit yesterday. Big shout out to my dude, Priest. Big shout out to JP. All right, they were both in the building yesterday for the Listening Room DC. And, you know, I chimed in on the show uh, to give a little preview of uh, what we're getting into uh, uh, today. So, you know, I, I was talking a little bit about, you know, the pros and cons of wokeness. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that a bit, so it's going to get going to get a little bit serious. Folks might be, uh, well, folks be mad at me all the time anyway. They always upset at me. They always upset. <laughs> Something I said or how I said it or how they perceived that I said it and all kind of, you know, things that, uh, uh, you know, happen in 
in the real world. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if you get upset, I guess you'd be upset. But, you know, telephone lines are open, so you can feel free to express your thought on the matter. I would love to hear from you in regards to that or anything else that may be on uh, your mind. But, yeah, we're going to be talking about that, the pros and cons, I guess, particularly, you know, what I perceive as being some of the cons of wokeness. All right, Dirty Basement Radio, the independent artist's best friend, DJ Sincere, definitely holding it down. Big shout out to my 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 partner in crime, all right, Mr. Raw. All right, maybe we'll catch up to Mr. Raw uh, in the next uh, couple of hours if he uh, could uh, make an appearance. That'll be fantastic. All right, big shout out to my dude, Ben Buttons. Uh, hit me up behind the scenes. I know that he's uh, running around taking care of some of his personal business, so I don't know if we're going to catch up with him today, but nonetheless, big shout out to all my folks. Let's get ready to get into this music right now. All right, big shout out to my dude, Messiah Madness. Yo, this is Tone Folks, a.k.a. the Messiah Madness. Check out my new Heat Rock 30-round clip right now on Dirty Basement Radio with DJ Sincere. The body to the swamp, to his resting place Cut off his hands, pulled out his teeth And blew off half his face Without a trace, under six feet of muck Then went to dinner, cause I don't give a motherfuck Laugh, choke, smoked and had a merry time The folks stopped me, I even spit a couple rhymes My fans are greatest, we took a few flicks They on IG, check them bitches on my dick Fly as usual, charisma busted out my pores Rugged good looks, they busting out the fire tours The pleasure's all yours I leave church with more money than I came with Divine mysteries, messiah of madness Turn water to Hennessy, or rascal or gasnick Murder and hack the bodies up using highly methodical methods like you would see in Auschwitz All the while eating pizza and then dispose of them in the city dump 30 rounds in a clip, this ain't enough When a nigga got a lip and talking like he tough Pup nigga stuff, I gotta call your bluff My gun barrel puffs, you rolling in the dust You was all fluff, just like a teddy bear Your mom cussed, they thought you dead in dirty underwear Fuck out of here, your funeral was so funny Where's the money in the casket looking hella bummy It's funny, but ain't a game out here Only niggas spotting fights from ear to ear From year to year, don't shit change But the names gunned down like a dog I led away in chains The game remains the same brain splattered on Check it out, it's the incredible mathematics of rap, Illogy, net, Brooklyn, all day, every day. I'm here with the homie. DJ Sincere. Make sure y'all check him out. Stay in tune with him because he play all the hottest music possible, the hottest hip-hop, everything. Yo, Sincere, keep doing what you're doing, my nigga. Heard him. Illa, how? Talk 
bad shit, grew up around rumors. Lost sanity and the family of shooters. Die like an enemy or ride like an Uber. Remember your Jesus peace to bring all the Judas. My jam is like Bab Judah. Doing drive-bys on a scooter Millionaire like Cuba Cruiser over you pussies like a pooper Five-star, five-car, five-broad Cuba Speech got the reach of a cell phone call Make you fall like the Berlin Wall And that's all I'm the shit like a bathroom stall My protocol is to bypass all y'all Executive mode In many ways, yeah, I still gotta live by the street code Chase dollar bills while I'm letting the heat go Me and six chicks gonna make it a freak show So many guns in the out of that street snow, young black Fidel Castro, stripes like a certain cat animal with animal mode, got a move on a different road, never froze cause I'm laying in the scope and it's one eye closed, if I hate to see you win, they don't like that shit, fuck if they don't like that shit, if I hate to play you close, I'ma like that clip, yeah I'ma like that clip, if I hate to see you win, they don't like that shit. Fuck a man like that shit. If I hate him, play you close, I'ma like that clip. Yeah, I'ma like that clip. What the sentence outside is more than respect. People use drugs just to forget. I'm a drug you can never regret. Stepping up like I'm taking a step. Stepping wrong and you can step in the depth. From the soul like the words came from under the flesh. Unleashed to the mother of sex. Stay love, I can see the beat and sweat. Chain dancing on my neck. Architect with a triple effect. Every line made a nickel. Lines are nickel plated. I'm designed like a sickle. It should become little. Small ice crystals. Fighting with the right pistol, excellence in the band pistols, well aware that I'm cocaine, visual scare, pioneer with the money is fair, so beware like, flow is murder or fair fight, ghetto with Shakespeare, who never want to spare life, well aware that I do not care, so be careful, kind when I'm killing careers, well aware that I do not care, so be careful, kind when I'm killing careers, if I hate to see you win, they don't like that shit. Fuck if they don't like that shit. If I hate them, bring you close, I'ma like that clip. Yeah, I'ma like that clip. If I hate to see you win, they don't like that shit. Fuck if they don't like that shit. If I hate them, bring you close, I'ma like that clip. Yeah, I'ma like that clip. What? Yeah, big shout out to the great Illa G. Uh, we had him in the building a couple months ago. Fantastic interview with that young man. Make sure you go back and check, check out the archives and see what he had to say. Definitely had some stories to tell, some stories to tell. We East Coasting right now real heavy, taking it from New York City over to D.C. Big shout out to my dude, Jay Barmer. I uh, get ready for that project, that D.C. Life and No Life radio hosted by your boy right here to drop real soon. This is one of the hot singles off that joint right there. Uh, this is called Amex. You know how it is. Uh, it's crazy here in the city right now, so uh, you better have that thing on you, know what I mean? Don't leave home without it. DC life or no life, man. Let's get it. Just might, can't speak, walking through the storm. Damn, fool. Don't leave home without it. Nah, better say, then sorry, I heard that before. Don't leave home without it. 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 Don't leave home without it.
with me through these cold streets. It's a damn shame my guy holds it so close to me. To my body, probably guy do the same thing. In every part of the country, but in my city, where the laws are a little different, they be politicking. Coming up with new ways to throw you in that prison. Like it ain't already enough to deal with shit. Nosy neighbors calling them to the crib, suspecting this and that. Like I don't pay no taxes, but I have this, the color of my skin. Well, Uncle Sam got his hand up my ass as well, my friend. Let's beef over healthcare next. Let it begin. Go. Just might catch beef. Walking to the store. Damn, fool. Don't be fun without it. Nah, better say, then sorry, I heard that before. Damn, fool. Don't be fun without it. Home without it. Damn, fool. Don't be fun without it. Nah. Damn, fool. Don't be fun without it. Damn, fool. Don't be fun without it. Uh-uh. Damn, fool. Mr. Millimeter, walk with me through these cold streets. It's a damn shame my guy holds it so close to me. For my mind to be at ease, damn. I don't wanna give you a squeeze like you. It was a good day. Ain't had to make a lot of noise. Just shooting the shit on the block with my boys from around the corner. You know we love guns, marijuana, women that make you grab yourself and say I wanna have sex with a big bit of pretty face. I ain't more than one hand to wrap around the waist. But it's all good, the more work, the merrier Got so big, I need a dude box to carry it down Just might catch beef, walking to the store Damn, fool, don't be fun without it nah, Better say, then sorry, I heard that before Damn, fool, don't be fun without it home without it Damn, fool, don't be fun without it nah, Damn, fool, don't be fun without it Damn, fool, don't be fun without it Yeah, that's what dude Jay Bomber on that banging track right there. That's that Amex, you know what I mean? When you get back from the store, I without no incidents, without no stresses, you ain't have to, you know, do nothing with that thing, you know what I mean? Then you can roll up some of that, some of that, some of that goodness, you know what I mean? You can roll up some of that Kush. Big, big shout out to DJ Hardhead, a big shout out to Murphy Lee. We had them both in the building a couple of months ago. Check those archives. Archives are crazy, son. Make no mistake about it, and accept no imitations. Nobody has the archives I have. Nobody has the guests that I have had. Believe that shit. Competition is absolutely zero. All right, don't listen to them other clowns. All right, let's get into the joint right now. This is real crazy. Let's go. Dirty Basement Radio, taking it to the Midwest right now. Trying to raise a dog. 
a billion dollars just to slaughter my brown people and spend the most not to be around people. Yeah. Kills. I'm him. Check out my smash single King of New York on Dirty Basement Radio with DJ Sincere. Thank you. You're welcome. Big shout out to Mercs and Kills. But you know what? We're not going to play King of New York right now because I got a brand new banger coming from Mercs and Kills. The joint is crazy right now. All right, big shout out to him. Big shout out to Johnny G. All my, all my folks from New York to the Midwest. You know how we get it in. This one is hot right now. This one is hot right now. This is called Racks. Make racks, they straps, blow it fast, get it back. Make racks, they straps, blow it fast, get it back. Make racks, they straps, blow it fast, get it back. Make racks, they straps, blow it fast, get it back. Make racks, they straps, blow it fast, get it back. Make 
roll up a doobie. This ain't for no juvie. Nickin' Jackie like Goofy. Yes, I is the top goonie. Knock on the boonies. My tooth kinda loony. My niggas push poofies. This guy's on my doobie. Like my bitch don't stay. Motor check left it blank. I just does what they can. Still go hard in the paint. Lickin' pour me a drink. Let us go the occasion. See, I'm made from the pavement. I'm built now for Caden. Let it burn or shrain Whatever sign that you claiming. Ain't no need to write things. Whatever hole that you dig. No need to go to the pigs. You know the shit that you did. Free my guys when they big. See the hood is on skid. Sitting, push back your lid. See my status on big. Have a seat, take a swig. I'm the number one pick. Roll the best, now I start. It's my turn, play a part. I'm number one on the chart. Now let's make racks. Straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, despite the cost and Price. Laid it all on the line, never took no advice Paid the ultimate price, cause I pulled a few heights So I sent out the kite, anything on sight All the earth you get bite, gave the word over sight Periscope you get sniped, best believe all the hype Party crash, no invite, while they grope in your gripe I respond while they type, with a finger, no linger This right here is the ringer, watch your step down arena now I sell out arenas, like I'm killed arenas Set up camp like I'm FEMA, with my hand on my Nina Other hand is a sleeper, what you saw me so reaper That's the boom, I'm the sweeper, so this game got you deeper Nobody for the weaker, praise the Lord and the preacher Honey came for a feature, no you can't get it cheaper Every verse that I drop, hitting right through your speaker Let's make racks, these straps, blow it fast, get it back Make racks Straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back, make racks, these straps blow it fast, get it back. Shagira Bella Flame, and you're tuned in to DJ Sincere on the Dirty Basement Radio. Check out my hot new single, Lil' Big, right now. For you disrespect me. P don't disrespect me. Fuck you, P don't test me. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, Lil' Big. Lil' Big. Gone, Lil' Big, go pop your shit. They mad cause you on your shit. Got your own bag, everything legit. Let them keep talking that make you lit, little bitch. Lil' bitch. Lil' mama, she bad, she been a pro. Sucking her paper, she say I'm go. Never worry about a ho-ho. Talk a big shit, she'll meet you at the door. Keep her business to 
no jewelry, she said she her bitch, they blurry. On car and on house, living with somebody, not what she bout. In her DM, she not checking, laughing at you if you flexing. If you want her, come correct. She not with the disrespect. Natural beauty, natural booty, this her life and how she move. Hit the gym if she want it, don't matter, they still want it. Smelling sweet, and she soft, hell look good. Lips ain't glossy, gloss nigga shit not on her mind. Just make sure your shit in line. Bust it open if you want it, everybody ain't deserving. Make your money, don't let it make you do what you want to do. Competition, you don't see no greater low, so you see Pythons keep Beretta in her bag. Gun permit on that, don't act. But she ain't looking for no trouble, cool and sexy and real humble.
uh, uh, new mixes with accompanying visuals. All right, we did a remix for Ain't Too Proud to Bake, all right, classic by the Legendary Temptations. All right, we reworked uh, that particular song. Uh, check that out with accompanying visuals. And uh, the latest offering is uh, All of Me by the, uh, uh, the great John Legend. Right. Uh, also, a DJ Sincere remix with uh, accompanying vo- uh, visuals. So check them out on my IG. You know, leave a comment. Leave me a little bit of feedback. Let me know what you think about them from a uh, a, a audio and a visual uh, su- perspective. Let me know if you like the remix itself and, uh, you know, how I hooked it up alongside of the video and, uh, you know, did the thing, did the thing, did the thing. So hit me up, all right, on IG at Dirty Basement, D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. Give me a little bit of feedback on those joints. Let me know what you think about uh, those in particular. I'm uh, getting ready to do this uh, a new remix, getting ready to drop. Uh, I think I'm, I think it's going to be the Macy Gray. I'll be uh, working around with this uh, Macy Gray doing something with her. So uh, uh, stay tuned, stay tuned soon for that. And if you're paying attention, you are noticing a theme. Yeah, there's uh, something in the real world going on with DJ Sincere. This is real out here. And um, you know, if you're following along, I think you uh, I think you get the message. And I hope. Uh, as a particular young lady, I hope she gets the message too. All right, five six three nine 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 three zero five zero. All right, hit me up if you like. All right, we got some things we're gonna talk about in just a bit. Like I said, the political political season is heating up, but I got a couple more joints I want to get into before I get into that. All right, big shout out once again to the young lady finesse. All right, she was in the building. All right, very recently. All right, I had a fantastic, fantastic interview, all right? Some even called it a classic uh, interview with that uh, young lady. So make sure you go back to the archives and check that out. All right, she definitely X-Squad DJ, uh, uh, DJs affiliated, as is Bella Flames. All right, X-Squad DJ affiliated. All right, so uh, all my X-Squad DJs definitely need to be supporting those young ladies. Make sure you are spinning those tunes. All right, we got some priority artists on deck. All right, so... Uh, Stay tuned, stay tuned. But let's get into this right now. Big shout out to Finesse. This is Switch Em Out. My boo Maliki likes to feed me. Red likes to eat me. Alex dropped them bands, but he's too nice. He put these at the beach in the sand, drinking water. Wanna tie the knot, but I'm not ready yet. At the lake house with 
Lamar. He just bought me another car. He said, I gotta look the part, cause I'm a boss, yeah, I'm a star. And that Jake, he got them flakes. We just linked up in LA. Asked him how his friend Tony been. He said he's doing great. That damn Russell, he got that cake. Got that yeah, he got that drape. The fans are looking for him, so he just been in my yay. Dominique, he do not play. He be posted in the A. Ever try my hate to say, but you won't see another day. My bouquet, he be hanging. Ooh, that thing be thanking. It's just way too big, so there ain't no penetration. But that nigga got that moolah. He hang with them shooters. If you ever play with me, he masking up to shoot ya. And my favorite one is Johnny. He was born with money. Boy, may seem green, but that nigga ain't no dummy. I don't think y'all understand. I love my man, then my man. So I say switching them out. It's the next is Wonderland. I don't think y'all understand. I love my man, then my man. So I say switching them out. It's the next is Wonderland. Switch them out. Switch them out. Switch them out. Switch them out. If you are not talking money, then what you talking about?
Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is the West Coast King, the doing major damage DMD. And right now you're rocking out with the hottest online station, Dirty Basement Radio, with my man DJ Sincere, you know what I'm saying? So tune in and check out my new single, Bathroom Passes. What the hell are you waiting for? Yo, 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 Dirty Basement Radio, yo, throwing it back with this one. Big shout out to my dude, DMD, from the West Coast, man. Been a minute since I talked to that dude, man. I think he retired from the music game, but he definitely was a hot, hot artist. Let's throw it back with this classic right here. This is Bathroom Passes. Everybody, it's your boy C Rock the Fury here, man. Yo, 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 what it do, baby? 
Yeah, check it out, man. Yo, this be the almighty fourth disciple in the place to be. What's up, y'all? It's your homegirl, Sunshine Anderson. This is late, the international rhyme spitter, representing Wolfdown Recordings, England. Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Guru, the icon. I'm chillin' with my partner, Super Producer Solar, representing Seven Grand Records and all that. Yo, yo, this is MC Light, the one and only reppin' real hip-hop with DJ Sincere in the Dirty Basement Studio. Check the speaker. Yeah, 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 Dirty Basement Radio. I hope you vibing with me. Hope you vibing with me. I right, blazing through a lot of joints right now. A lot of hotness, a lot of independent fire. All right, I am the independent artist best friend. All right, this is where you can catch me every single Saturday from uh, 5 p.m. forward. Sometimes six, excuse me. Sometimes seven. Sometimes eight p.m. We end the show. You know, I, normally uh, 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 we cut it off around seven, but uh, sometimes, as uh, things may warrant, you may catch an extended version of Dirty Basement Radio. Now, as I was saying a bit uh, earlier in the show, you know, the, this uh, political season is really starting to heat up, and a lot of people are starting to put, you know, a lot of pressure on some other folks. Some of these talking heads that you may see. Uh, you know, in the uh, in the mainstream media on, uh, you know, channels such as MSNBC are definitely, you know, pushing a particular agenda to uh, black folks and to uh, uh, black men, you know, in particular that, you know, uh, folks need to, you know, uh, be uh, good soldiers and head themselves on out to the polls and, you know, pull the lever for who they tell you to pull the lever for. You know what I mean? But uh, things uh, while things may in the past have been, you know, just that easy, you know, uh, thankfully, you know, people are coming into a particular uh, more of a, a political awareness and, and seeing the the uh, the fallacy it should have been seen quite some time ago. But I guess if you are blind, you are going to blindly do things. And uh, what had happened for a uh, number of generations is that, you know, folks just uh, blindly followed, uh, you know, the folks that were, you know, uh, presented as their spokespeople, as their so-called leaders, and were those uh, dutiful soldiers, those good soldiers, and went out to the polls and voted for uh, the folks they were told to vote for, but to no avail in terms of the uh, uh, addition of any, you know, political power or uh, any um, uh, betterment of their situation, you know, uh, due to, you know, electing these particular people. Uh, A lot of times once they get into the position, you know, they, you know, they disappear on you or they uh, give you some, uh, you know, some reasons why, some excuses why they can't do anything that they're supposed to be doing for you, the people who voted for them, for you, their constituents, for you, the people that they were elected to represent and to uh, uh, do for, you know what I mean? So uh, now we have a situation down in uh, in Georgia with uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams is back on deck, and, you know, she wants to be the, the governor. Now, my issue with uh, Ms. Abrams, and I'm quite sure she's a nice lady and everything like that, but one of my issues with uh, Ms. Abrams is that, and I guess, you know, people have every right to, you know, go for whatever office or for whatever uh, position that they want to go to, you know, to go for the gusto as they see fit, but what has she done, you know what I'm saying, whether in the business or the uh, political arena that would make her, you know, qualified to go, you know, not to go up the ranks of the political process to hold, to hold various offices, uh, various uh, ascending offices, and, uh, you know, work her way up the uh, political ladder, you know, just to jump and be able to do the gov- governorship. What makes uh, us 
as the uh, the voter, or at least the voters in Georgia, that uh, will have the opportunity to vote for her or not. Um, think that she could even handle that position. What you know? What has she uh, uh, done that's shown that you know she could uh, step in and be that uh, level of an executive? You know, on the uh, on the state level. You know, uh, basically the head of the uh, political party in that state. You know, and make those decisions and make those moves in the government and and so and so and such and such. And you know, the uh, the media personalities are definitely uh, you know pushing that folks should move forward and uh, vote for you know Miss uh, you know Miss Abrams and and saying that you know uh, should uh, uh, black men join you know uh, black women and and come together to the polls and Miss Abrams has a very good uh, chance of actually, you know, winning the uh, governorship. Now, I'm inclined to, you know, disagree with that. I don't really think that uh, she has that kind of support. While she may have, you know, a support, you know, a, uh, you know, relationship with black women and a kinship and support coming from, you know, the uh, female black, um, you know, constituency, I really don't think that she has that broad support that would catapult her to the governorship. Personally, I just don't. All right, but it's being played as if she does uh, with the help of uh, black men coming on board to uh, uh, with black women that, you know, that would push her over the top. Um, appears to be to me that, you know, the, the, the response to that or just her candidacy in general, you know, the response to her candidacy in general to me from uh, all folks, black folks uh, uh, in particular, has been lukewarm at best. You know what I mean? So, uh, once again, I don't really anticipate her, you know, doing well at all, you know, in this uh, upcoming election for governorship. But it does appear as if, you know, there's going to be, you know, a scapegoat, you know, for her uh, for her loss. And it appears as if uh, uh, black men is going to be that scapegoat if uh, the black men in Georgia, you know, don't get on board and uh, don't uh, turn out in uh, what's deemed by whoever, you know, gets to deem that in proper numbers or numbers that, you know, they feel are large enough uh, to uh, avoid any, 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 any criticism for their lack of participation or lack of support uh, for Ms. Abrams, then, you know, uh, that's where the brunt of the blame is going to be. Well, you know, black men didn't support uh, this black woman in her uh, endeavor to, uh, you know, topple the establishment and to be the, the governor of the state and, and so and so and such and such. But, you know, the offerings of her and some of these other politicians that are also running, you know, during this particular cycle, uh, the offerings to the uh, to the community that they want to come out and vote for them, us, are slim to none, you know. And this is what we have to work with. Now, I see JP in the building, so we're going to get JP connected. Uh, we had a good preliminary conversation uh, last night. We're definitely going to move forward with that uh, conversation. And that's my my next topic, you know, the uh, the uh, pros and cons of, of, of wokeness. But uh, we just want to talk about, you know, this, uh, you know, this political season a bit. Matter of fact, let me get JP connected right now. Let me get his uh, voice in the building. JP, JP, what it do? Yes, sir. How you doing, brother? All right. It's all good. It's all good. What's happening? Nah, I'm I'm uh, I'm out here tuning in the dirty basement. You know what I mean? Looking for some all right, good all right. music, good all right, conversation. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You listening to my current my current rant right now, my current political rant right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's uh Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, you know what I'm saying? It's just 
you know, it's just that season. Now, you know, there's yeah. a lot of folks, you know, that, um, you know, put out, you know, different kind of, you know, different kind of strategies. Now, quite obviously, I'm a political person. I have, you know, been to the polls on numerous occasions. I have voted for various candidates of, you know, both persuasions, you know, on occasion. Yeah. Um, I myself, you know, um, I myself am a lifelong registered independent. All right. I've never belonged to uh, any okay. uh, a polit- uh, political party. I've never, uh, you know, subscribed to, you know, uh, adhering to any type of polit- political philosophy. Uh, well, at least a political adherence, you know, to a, a party. I don't think uh-huh. that, you know, I don't think that folks uh, are supposed to have any kind of, you know, you don't have, as you probably heard the saying, you don't have permanent friends or enemies, but you may have, you know, you have permanent interests. All right. Uh, and politics has a tendency, as they say, to make strange bedfellows because somebody may be on your side today because you have a certain uh, uh, um, uh, a certain issue, a certain issue in common that you could, you know, stand on the same side, and then tomorrow you may be on the opposite side of a different political issue that you that you know that you don't agree on, and that's just the uh, you know nature of the game. But you know, one of the things that definitely has to be you know looked at. You know, like I said, I've I've voted on numerous occasions, but one of the things, you know, while I while I advocate the uh, involvement uh, more in the local political process, you know, being involved in your local elections, I see Priest is in the building. We're gonna get him on uh, also. Um, you know, being involved in your local political process even more than in your uh, you know national elections, you know, because you know you have. Uh, more of an opportunity to have a, you know, direct impact and direct control over, you know, these local politicians and, and, and local laws and, and ordinances ordinances and things of that nature than you will have on a more national level, right? But even with that, all right, one of the strategies that's looked at or, you know, talked about in, particularly in this current cycle is just, and, you know, it's been spoken before in different times, but it's definitely heated up, is just about sitting out entirely. Don't vote at all, right? So the media pundits that are out there, you know, of course, they're aghast at this. They're like, wait a minute, you can't do that. What do you mean you're not going to go and vote for these folks? If you don't go and vote for these folks, then the Republicans are going to win. You don't want the Republicans to win, all right? You know, you can't let them win. They ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? They, they're, they're totally against you, right? That's, you know, that's like the, you know, the talking point. And that's what gets screamed out on television and and, and said to anybody who, you know, decides that, you know, they may want to take this direction. Right? Yeah. Now, let me just stop right there. What's your thought on that? What's your thought about, you know, just saying, you know what, I'm not going to vote at all. I'm just going to I'm just going to sit this one out and I'm going to let it all crash and and whoever loses, loses. And and that's it. Well, I'm. I'm like you. Uh, I've voted. I've definitely voted in the past. Once I, once I turned 18, you know what I mean? We went, We grew up the way we grew up. We used to go to them NAACP events and see, uh, okay. you know, your people Your people were attacked by dogs and shot with fire hoses and killed to get the right to vote. Now, um, number one, I don't see how voting has helped black people. But my story in particular Aside from that, when I was when I was voting for um, Al Gore when he beat George Bush, I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning and they were like, uh, "We made a mistake. George Bush is <laughs> president." 
I was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Because I know, like, everyone knew Al Gore had won. He was, he was, he was coming off of Clinton's coattail. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they messed right. with the, uh, the black neighborhood of Florida. So that point for me was, I was like, I ain't, I ain't doing none of this. I'm out. I, I still, you know, talking to, you know, then, then, then that's when I got to the point where I, I tell people, like, nigga, I ain't voting for nobody, man. I don't give a shit who wants it. It's all a game. They're all on the same team. But then, you know, I got the speech, well, your ancestors, blickety blue, blah, blah. And so I went to try to vote again. This time I was going to vote for Kerry, you know, because Bush, Kerry, whatever, you know. But um, I get to the poll, and the guy's like, oh, you're not registered. I was like, what are you talking about? I got my stuff. Oh, well, you're not on this, you're not on this, uh, you know, you're not, whatever. He gave me the runaround, and that's when I was diggity done. At, on a national level, now I came back. I came back up to Philly. I thought that's when I was down in D.C. Um, came back up to Philly. My mother want to run for school board. Okay, cool. So I already told she like, I know you don't vote, but you know, I said, I said I'll vote for you, mom. Now the issue at the time was gentrification, or not gentrification, redistricting. Excuse me. But a lot of people were having having issues with it. Now, coming to make a long story short, she just ended up being a token Negro on the. Uh, it was her and some other woman of color, quote unquote color, some Indian lady on on the school board. But it ain't make a difference what they did. The people that were in charge did whatever they want. Now that all that being said, I don't plan on voting for anyone anymore. Uh, I could care less if the system crumbles because I think it's 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 like pol- politics is a compound word. You have poly, that's many, and you have ticks, that's blood sucking blood-sucking bugs, you know what I'm saying? And then the way, like, like the way Mike Tyson break it down, you look in the red corner, that's the, that's the, uh, you know, I guess the Republicans, whatever, you look in the blue corner, that's the Democrats. On the street, if you look in one corner, that's the Bloods, and that's the Crips. Now, I've been in, uh, I've been in Jamaica during election time. I know you know, but you probably know a little bit about these third world, whatever, elections, and it's gang war, you know what I'm saying, over here. Over here, it's not so violent. Well, I don't know, because I'm not in charge. But over there, it's like the rich folks all get along. But then they got to go to Gaza and Gully. Gaza, JMP, Gully's PMP, or however it goes. You know what I'm saying? These people are paid to go on the street and, and hold their banners. And, uh, and then, you know, and if they need to set if they need to set the street, block off the street, they're going to sit some cars and some tires, light a fire. And, you know what I mean? There might be some shooting. You know what I'm saying? But it's all gang war. Seeing that, seeing that, and not only that, but sitting with sitting with the prime minister in Jamaica, with his so-called opposition, I thought, oh, these guys are all—they are buddies. It's the same in America. It's 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 a it's a money game, first of all. But even people that even black folks, oh yeah, this black lady, this black man, right the Man, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not saying there's not good politicians. I'm not saying there's there's not good cops. Hopefully, whoever gets elected will do some good for the community, like Republican. Like you say, if you say you're not voting, prefer Trump in office. Why? Because to me, at least he was acting like he 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 cared about <laughs> uh, uh, the black caucus or what black people said, even if it was Kanye West or whoever, Steve Harvey. Nigga, at least he's talking. At least he's acting like he's talking to people. He's not just giving rights to everyone else, letting all these foreigners get rights, and the black people are still on the the, the the furthest back burner on on the twelve eye stove that there is. You know what I'm saying? Like other other than Trump, I haven't heard nobody say a, a word about nothing for for 
indigenous American. I ain't talking about people that come. I'm talking about people that was already here, 40 acres and the mule people. That's what I'm talking about. And these Democrats don't seem like they want to do anything. Now, mind you, I ain't on nobody's side. That's what I'm saying. But I would rather see Trump in office. I don't. I don't care. You know, I don't care who gets in because I, I think the whole thing is just is, is just is, is just going to hell in a handbasket now, honestly. But you know what I mean? They they're busy worried about immigrants. I don't know the immigrants, foreigners, terror. I don't know who these people are coming in. You know what I'm saying? But no one's still talking about black folks. All they doing is locking us up, which is the new slavery. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's gang war. And at the end of the day, the gang leaders are all buddies, just like the Godfather. You see these cats walking around, they hugging each other, kissing, making deals, but on the streets. The pawns are shooting up the place and paying this guy and putting the drugs in the black neighborhood and you know what I mean like whatever whatever's going on we're at the bottom and that's why I don't even even when it's on the local level y'all they, they flooding the place with foreigners and places that used to be all black are are not anymore whether it's gentrification or people selling the land or people trying to get the land through murder and folks it's all to me that's all politics and I don't I don't trust politics. And I'm done. Thank you for okay. speaking, brother. I'm done. All right. All right. All right. Well, JP, you definitely put a lot on the table. You expressed yourself quite well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, definitely had a lot to say. Uh, all right, let me get Priest connected right now. All right, and uh, see what his thoughts on uh, some of these matters may be. Priest, how are things? I just got in the house, bro. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, cool. I just came in the house, and I feel like a foreigner. In a gentrified neighborhood. In a gentrified neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, because the neighborhood, I've been here. It's politics. So it's so bad that you feel like the foreigner now. You feel like the outsider. Is it more of other folks than there are of you? No, I don't care nothing, but that's not politics I deal with. I deal with the politics of, I was here when you got here. I'll be here when you leave. Okay, that's the politics I deal with. Now, in the political okay. system, you have to you have to be on the side of the resources because that's politics, good politics. You're on the side of the resources. If you don't have right. any resources, you already know where you're going to be if you don't have any resources. you just running your mouth. Which well, that's really the whole idea. Well, well okay. that's, that, that's, that's a large part of the whole idea of the political system when it's manipulated properly by the constituents. The idea is to elect these representatives that's going to go and that's going to secure the resources for the people that they've been elected to represent. That's the whole idea. Uh, yeah, I'm high. I'm, I'm saying the same thing you said. I wanted to make sure right. you were high too because I knew that that's what I was taught. That's what I defended. That's exactly the whole idea. what you just so, said. Right. So if these, yeah, so if these folks you know, aren't uh, securing the resources for the constituents that they were elected to represent, then they're useless. Now, oh, they're not now, useless. If you ha- now, uh-huh. some of these folks, now some of these, <laughs> now some of these folks, or, <laughs> or some of these folks, or most I'm of these sorry, folks. I'm about to say something wrong. I'm about to say something wrong. What's that? What's that? No, no see, in ahead. politics, right? In politics, it's about who got the envelope. I always remember that. It's the resources. Who got the envelope? So now, for my my, my particular case, right, I'm not in the politics except for when it's advantageous to me, okay? So here in D.C., they had the um, Medical Marijuana Act that they sponsored to make medical marijuana legal all over America. 
Okay. So now my company was invited. We were one of the two black companies that was invited to Congress. Okay. I felt like a majority because it was only two black companies there in the medical marijuana business. So now when the law just changed all over America, I feel very upful because now my company is one of the two black companies that you can invest in, okay, as far as the political scene, legally. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to sit back and watch politics and not say the wrong thing ever, okay, to my constituents, ever. I'm always going to tell them where the bag at, personally, and I ain't running for no office. But if the mayor come talk to me, I'll help them get voted in if that's what they want. That's all. Okay. Pass the envelope. Okay. Pass the envelope, brother. Okay. Now, I'm all for the idea of sitting out elections. I'm for the idea. Right? But at the same time, I recognize that everything comes with a consequence, right? Right? You all agree, right? Everything comes with a consequence. Oh, yeah, right. of course Absolutely. it does. All right. Now, JP, you already said, you know, that there's a number of other folks that have, you know, and, you know, Priest, you've indicated the same thing, that have flooded the spaces. All right. They flooded the neighborhoods. They flooded the areas, you know, uh, whether they're from Eastern Europe or Ukraine and they're coming in from uh, Central and South America, you know, across the border, you know, however it is that they are coming in, whether they are, you know, uh, 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 black, brown, or white, all right, they're, they're coming in. And, you know, it's been said that, um, you know, they're, they're coming in, you know, to bolster, you know, the political party, the Democratic political party in particular. Now, here's where, you know, here's where the consequence, and y'all might see where I'm leading to, right? Should black folks, all right, in large numbers decide that they're going to sit out. You know, now this may not happen this particular cycle because, you know, this may be kind of early. All right, maybe kind of early for it to totally, totally kick in, right? But let's just say this cycle, this midterm election, and, you know, moving forward, black folks say, well, fuck y'all, Democrats. We ain't voting for none of y'all. If y'all lose, y'all fucking lose, and the hell with it, right? And they don't lose because of these other constituencies. What do you think happens then? Because the idea was to use that lack of a vote to exert a pressure on the party moving forward. Like, all right, your whole slate of candidates, we ain't voting for them, so they all lost. Blah! All gone. Republicans in the seat. Blah! Y'all lost control. Blah! Now, of course, you know, politics is like sports, right? The other team ain't just going to quit. They just ain't going to walk off the field and don't field no uh, no players. They're not going to, you know, stop fielding candidates for future elections, right? So when they come back, you know, or try to come back, you know, after getting smacked in the head and, you know, uh, roundly, you know, ran out of office, you know what I'm saying? When they come back to the community, you know, with their tail between their legs and their hat in their hand, they're going to be like, or they should be like, well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we know we fucked up, and this is what we're going to do moving forward. You know what I mean? And so and so and such and such, right? 
But that only works if they lose across the board in mass. That's the only time that's going to work, right? So if it doesn't work and if they win without the black vote, then what do you think happens? Free, I want to hear from you. Well, it happens like it happened right now. See, people didn't vote in D.C. They didn't vote on a mass scale. So since they did not vote, gentrification came in with a full blast, full blast, because they imported people to vote in the D.C. elections, like right now. We were, Matilda and I were just walking. So we just see an influx of European people walking around the whole area. I mean, like, for real. And they're talking about how they're going to vote in this election coming up. I kid you not, bro. This is serious. I mean, I just came in a few minutes ago. And they're walking around and talking about how they're going to vote this thing, and they're taking the power of the vote to establish themselves as a mandate. They're establishing themselves as a political, um, what do you call it, a pack, where you can vote something in because you have 10,000 votes on hand. On hand. And what group so you is this? going to pass a bill. I, I call them white people. I don't know what you call them, but what you call them? I'll call <laughs> them white people. <laughs> okay. That's why, because I'm watching it, bro. I'm, I'm, listen, we went out. I'm going to tell you real quick. We went out to go um, fry tasting, me and my children, fry tasting, up on 14th Street. So we're going to two different places, test day fries. I'll do Instagram and all that stuff. And it's all white people, all of them, in every place where you go. And they feel like, they entitled to move you out of the way. You know, me and my children ain't moving nowhere because everybody know me in the city, so I ain't moving nowhere. I'm getting my fries, and you can go around us and grumble and everything. So while I'm standing there getting my fries, being a good dude, I'm listening to people voting because they don't like none of the candidates in D.C., none of them. Okay. So they're going to vote in an independent person. You ever heard of a strategy like that? Well, uh, yeah. Well, I get. Well, I'm not quite sure what the rules are in D.C., but if, it, if I mean, if they can get that person on the ballot, or if they could just directly write them in, if the if the uh, if the uh, you know how many people do you then, need? How many people? That's right. How many people do you need to get that person on there? They say two thousand. Boom. They instantly got two thousand with a hundred thousand people left over. See, they're not playing politics. They're doing it. They're really doing it. They're not saying we got to talk, talk, talk. No, we're going to vote this year. Excuse me. We're going to vote for the whales. We're going to vote for everything that's going to make sure we get funded in our scientific things. We're going to make sure we get funding for our stuff. We don't get any funding because we ain't fighting for nothing. Nothing in the political system. I'm sorry. Did I tell on black people again? Yes, I did. Is that what you're saying, bro? Because we ain't voting properly. We're not voting properly. I don't care what system you got. You got to vote properly. You got to vote properly in any system. Because if they say, like, now, if you vote, right, we can vote in an independent person just by having 100,000 people come into D.C., get get a house right quick, gentrification. So by the time you got your residency, you're allowed to vote. You're allowed to vote instantly. So now you got Mm -hmm. 100,000 brand-new Ukrainians and all these people walking in ready to what? Vote. But this... But this oh, is what, what I'm talking about. But this is exactly what okay. I'm talking about. So, so, so if you have these different people coming in, right, that are largely coming in, that's going to be, you know, that's being brought in now, being brought in by largely by the Democratic Party, 
you know, Biden's in office. He's giving all these billions and billions and billions to Ukraine, you know, while they're going through what they're going through with Russia. All right. And at one point, I think he offered to bring in at least 100,000, at least 100,000. And you know that's going to end up being more like a million. All right. Well, 100,000 showed up here. So I'm saying that. Well, there you go. All right. Well, there you go. So if you have this going on across the country, you know what I'm saying, in largely Democratic areas, all right, they could run these same type of candidates, you know what I'm saying, and now don't have to, you know, uh, uh, cater to you at all because they could cater to another constituency that may kind of feel more beholden to them. They're new here. They don't have the same kind of the same kind of baggage that, you know, other constituencies have that's been here for years and years, and they could utilize them, you know, as a wedge. You know what I mean? So if it's not played properly, you know, by the black community, you know, this whole thing could, you know, uh, uh, backfire. I think the best chance of, you know, being able to, you know, manipulate this is right now. All right? Because Mm -hmm. if it slips past, if it slips past, you know, this particular cycle, then, you know, by the time it comes back around again, because you have the presidential election, you know, two years, uh, you know, about, you know, two years out. So it's going to be another probably four years, you know, uh, or maybe six years until you have another cycle like this. You know what I mean? So by that time, any kind of situation where they have, you know, any kind of mass immigration and people of other nationalities coming in here to do exactly what we're talking about, they're going to be here by then. You know what I mean? And they'll be established in different places across the country, just like you're saying that they're established right now in D.C., that 100,000 just came to D.C. alone, right? That's what you're saying. But I ain't counting a whole 100,000, but that was a whole lot of um, people, bro, on 14th But I'm saying, I mean, oh, so I, I mean, whether it's 20,000. You know, whether it's 20,000 or or, or 10,000 or whatever the number is, you've noticed a large influx of people in your neighborhood. But I called my brother in Atlanta because I was having white people-itis. You ever heard of that? (laughs) White people-itis. Too many of them. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, I'm familiar. So I tell you, we was on a walk-in. Yeah, I was very diseased. I stopped. Me and my children stopped. Right on the corner where they had a little um, flower pot thing, and we sat there and ate our fries. I called my friend in Atlanta. I said, man, I got white people-itis. He said, white people-itis? He bust out laughing. I said, man, we're walking up the hill. Now, 14th Street is a hill, right, JP? Did yeah, 14th is a hill. It's a hill. It's a real hill. Yeah. So if you're walking up this hill, you got something you're doing. If you're walking up the hill, okay. right? It's not a play hill. So we're walking up the hill, and, I mean, it's enough people to get white people itis that much. And I'm mm. like, where are y'all going? Where where, where the party at? And they turn it off where they're going. going I want to know where they came from. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. I, exactly. I, I, I told I you I feel like from. a foreigner. I told you I feel exactly. like a foreigner. Where, so where, I, I couldn't say nothing. Can, can I say something? Mm-hmm. Can I can I say something? Because sincere, just that's what I'll be talking to these white folks up here. I'll be I'll be rapping because you know what I'm saying I don't support any Democrat nothing. I I had the privilege of, re- of reasoning with Rasta brothers, um, 
you know what I mean, in D.C. especially. And that's when I first heard the word democrat and demonocracy and things like that. And it's real. Like, we talking about these, 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 these democrat cities. And when you look at the democrat cities, these are the ones that are – they're 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 um they're overrun with drugs. They're promoting uh everything under the flag, the LGBTQRSCUVA. They they're down to pedo pedo something now. So they're they're coming after the children. Like black people shouldn't even trust no Democrats. The the last Democrat, not not this not Sleepy Joe, but uh you know Big O. He ain't what did he do? He 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 gave gay rights to all the uh, any gay rights you want and. You know what I'm saying? I don't even see why black people even talk about being Democrats because what the devil <laughs> it should be Democrats. And I'm not saying I know the problem now is Republicans seem so whitewashed and racist and Ku Klux Klan. So if you even bring up Republican, you just looking like, oh, you were, you were Uncle Tom. Like, nah, man. Well, maybe maybe if the Democrats weren't pushing the the the, the immorality that they're pushing. And the other thing, a couple other things I wanted to say, preachers say something about justification. I saw this brother was explaining the other night on, on, uh, on TikTok or something, but he was like, there's no such thing as gentrification. I forget his name, but shout out to him. But he was like, the problem is, and I've lived with this through my family, and it's the same thing that happened down south through voting or just through laziness, but it wouldn't be gentrification so much if, if we wasn't selling grandmom and auntie's house and uncle's house and, and this house and that house because you ain't getting none of that back. And you know what I'm saying? They they fly like sincere said, Where are they coming from? This cat in here, my my man Joe, um, that I be working with, you know, we talk about this stuff all the time. I'm like, Joe, who said they from Mexico? When you see something on T V, you don't know where these people are coming from. Are they are they Muslim? Are they Shia? Are they Shiite or Sunni? Because these niggas live off of a Sharia law. So y'all flooding this country with who? Mexicans? I don't I don't see why, because they light skinned with black hair. That's a whole lot of people. That could be Indian, that could be North Africa. You don't know who these cats are. I'm delivering over in this hood I'm talking about hood ass area where you would never see no foreigner, nobody. Man, I walk I knock on the door, I see three uh I don't know, they from Lebanon, they from one of them North African places, three of them damn near white, but you you can tell they ain't white, but they looking kinda white. But they're one of the migrants, I'm, I'm assuming, you know what I'm saying? But there's three of them up in there. I'm like, oh, what this cat got? Three women in here? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're flooding the scene. It was Mexicans, but their point is, the point has always been to get rid of so-called black people, because that ain't our damn name. We're not, we're so, we're so, we're so ignorant, we don't know who we are. Some of us know who we are, and it ain't more even. But they trying to, they're so busy trying to get rid of us, they don't need us anymore. They don't need us for... They don't need us for cashier. They don't need us for votes. You know what I mean? The, the whole voting thing is rigged. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know why people even want to be Democrat. Like, have you seen these Democrat cities? The Democrat cities are the, are the ones where they're like, yeah, nigga, there's going to be somebody sleeping in your yard, and you can't call the police. That's a Democratic city. Well, we're having we're having uh, gay pride parades, but nigga, you better not say nothing about about religion. You better not say nothing about the Bible. We'll shut you. We'll burn. We might shoot you. Every time a Democrat's in office, we got mass shooting. There was I can't name one mass shooting when, they, when, when, when Trump was in office. Now, all of a sudden, Democrats get in office. Now, why? Because they want your guns. They're pushing that. When, when they get your guns, they take your ass, just like Rwanda. The, the, the niggas walking down the street with machetes. Who got a gun? Nobody got a gun? Nobody can defend themselves against nothing? That's, that's Democratic policy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just pushing everything that we don't. Everything everything is against black folks. I don't know why black people want to be Democrats. 
maybe because it's popular, maybe because we're ignorant, or maybe because of both. But they are destroying the country. So when, when you see these, when you see these white folks going crazy, first of all, they don't belong here either. You know what I'm saying? So a house divide is definitely going to split. But it's like you can't choose no side. Like you independent, but independent don't be nothing. When you when you vote on the national level, you're you're voting or oh the electoral college, the electoral. What the hell is that? What? Why can't we just vote, nigga? Push the button. Y'all can count money, count everything on these cell phones. Why can't we just straight vote straight to the person? Why we gotta? Oh, well this this state's bigger, and, and they ain't state. This corporation is bigger than this corporation, and this corporation like they playing games, and they don't even need us. Like, I'd rather be under a, a, a dictator like Gaddafi than be in a place like this. You know what I'm saying? Because a, a dictator is like a king. But if he's, if he's good and moral and, and has some kind of fear of God, y'all should be all right. But when you got these, oh, vote, 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 they playing games. You don't know what's going on. I don't know these doggone elect. Who the hell is the Electoral College? Who even invented that? Who is the Federal, who is the federal Reserve? I mean, I, you know what I mean? I know I'm not going to go into all that. I know what it is. But people are pulling the strings, and they do not like us. And I'm talking about black folks. And once these foreigners come over here, y'all are on the same boat as us. They think they come in here, they label them as white. You ain't white. You ain't white, whatever the hell that is. You just, you just up there for the, for, the, for the census and for votes. You know what I'm saying? Black people are so dumb. We voted our land away. Not everybody, but we voted our land away. Now we voting our houses away. You know what I mean? I was listening to priest on Bible TV. He's talking about Michigan or wherever, Milwaukee, wherever. And they're doing the same thing. They uh, Black Wall Street, they killed everybody. They took the land. Milwaukee, they're doing the same thing. All these cities where everybody gets shot up and drugged up, after a while they're going to look like Emerald City because everybody's going to be dead and gone, and they're just going to come buy up everything and paint that shit how they want it until an earthquake hit or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know why people want to want to even give in to that. It, it's all a, it's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I'm done. All right. Hey. Gee. All right, JP. Uh, JP uh, definitely has a lot to say today. All right, it's definitely all good. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here on Dirty Basement Radio. But he definitely touched on a few things, and I'm gonna. You know, respond to a couple of things in a bit, but I see a couple of other people in the building. Big shout out to my dude KV, and I see a mystery call. I'm not quite sure they may be calling in via Skype. Let me see if I can get them connected. Hold on, KV. Let me see, get this caller connected first. Uh, welcome to the Dirty Basement Radio. All right, where you calling in from? Hey, I'm in the A, man. What's good? All right, what's good? What's good? All right. Well, definitely welcome to the show. Uh, you hear some of the conversation. Uh, you got anything in particular that's on your mind? Yeah, uh, well, the first thing, well, gentrification is real. Like, that's that's not like a made-up concept. It's a real thing. Uh, basically, like, if we want to take it to a street level just for understanding, it's basically big bank take little bank. So when you look at a company like BlackRock right now, who is really moving and shaking everywhere, uh, yeah, we can say, hey, you should have held on to your grandmother's or your mother's property or whatever, but when it comes down to it, if you don't have the cash – then you're going to get squashed and they're going to buy the property and they're going to turn it into what they want to turn it into. So at, at a certain point, man, like you can have all the bluster and all and, and whatever about whatever neighborhood and love the neighborhood and say, you're never going to sell and do whatever. But when they start laying that cash on the table, man, they are going to be able to take, take that neighborhood. This is a capitalist society and capital is always going to be rule number one. So yeah, justification is a real thing. And not only is it going on heavily right now, because when you look at all these houses being bought up, they're not being bought up by private buyers. These, these are corporations 
crazy money looking for uh, ways to kind of get their liquid out there because right now they don't have many areas for investment that's really going to bring a return. So they're just kind of parking in the house and they're buying this stuff up and sitting on it. And then you add Airbnbs to the equa- Airbnb to the equation, and you look around right now, what you're seeing is housing is, you know, this is going to be another housing bubble. What we went through uh, pre-2008, for those that remember that housing bubble, yeah, that's about to happen again. But, again, gentrification well, is a real thing. It's something you got to deal with now. Well, so you know, ahead, I don't. Well, you know, I, I don't know whether I anticipate the same type of high housing bubble to happen before because, you know, before you had, you know, uh, you know, people that were buying into things that were really, you know, over their head. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, you had those, you know, adjustable mortgages, you know, those balloon payments, and people, you know, uh, decided that they could afford both the mortgage and the SUV, okay? <laughs> and once that balloon payment hit, uh, they realized they couldn't afford neither the SUV nor the home. Um, well, well, this well, time on, around, bro, I do answer, bro. you know, this time, huh? Well, hold on. Let's go a little deeper with that. Let, let's go beyond what those people thought they could afford. Because remember, of course, the houses got taken and those vehicles got reposed. Shout out to Jay-Z. Y'all know the lyrics. But what you're actually talking about is subprime lending. You go back to the uh, Wells Fargo situation where the emails where they're talking about loans to mud people. Go back to all of your churches where they were having these events when, you know, hardworking, regular working-class black folks, their dream was to own a home. So these people come in, you know, they throw the spiel out, they pass out the brochures. Hey, you can own a home. Look, you qualify. Not telling you that, like you said, they set you up for that balloon payment so they could take it from you and then sell it again and do it again and again and again. But, again, when we focus on us and think like, okay, these gullible, hardworking people that got set up for the cons, they weren't the problem because the problem was the people on Wall Street who also realized they could leverage the whole country because they could do CDOs and swaps with, with all of these properties and, and put them together into one financial instrument. And then when everything goes bang, guess what? The government has to bail them out. So the same hardworking right. people who pay their taxes and do all of that had to pay them on the back end after they wrecked the economy. And everything is in play for them to do it again. That's all. I'm, I'm not saying it's gonna happen guaranteed. I'm just saying it's a possibility. And look, man, we know these people. These people on Wall Street some sharks, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. She said, "I forgot one thing. Yes. One, I forgot one okay. of the most important parts of what I was even thinking. One of the main problems is we have leaders that are sold out, and I'm saying sold out as far as they getting money." Um, without calling people's names, that are misdirecting their own people, so-called black people. And sometimes we even listen to foreigners, they ain't from here, but because they got brown skin, we think they're on our side. These people are yeah, 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 they're in yeah. the churches, they're in the churches, yeah, they're in the problem. mosques, they're in the banks, they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like even, in, and you know what I mean? I wasn't there, but, but Kev, you know what I mean? I'm learning, like, yo, yeah, Black Wall Street, yeah, Booker T. Washington went and did a tour, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Booker T and everybody else. But it's like Booker T went to the tour, nigga. He was a spy. He was doing reconnaissance. You know what I'm saying? And I can't say this for sure, but I, I you know, what I mean, just reading and learning and talking to elders and all that stuff. Our leaders, our preachers, our doctors, like the syphilis experiment. Um, 
they they had a black nurse going around to the home to to cousin's house, this this to auntie's house, to uncle's house. That was black people. He, even even my man Adam uh, Adam uh, Clayton Powell. You know what I'm saying? Much as he did for, for, for Harlem and, and black folks in the country, when they started that abortion clinic, they were like, he was on board with it. They went to the churches with that, yo, uh, the Negro Project, a.k.a. we, we need to kill, we need, we trying to get rid of y'all. And like the brother said, it is gentrification. And, and you know what I mean? I'm not, agree, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not arguing. But uh, the other thing that the brother on that clip said, he said it's not gentrification, it's restructuring restructuring like that that's a better word to put it because when i think about it like these it's like it's like if you join the music industry and you're you're black lawyer or you're black man you're like yeah this 360 deal yeah do this the next thing you find out you and meanwhile like in these churches they're giving people they telling people to get these types of loans yeah they got the old lady husband might have died whatever they they kind of desperate they getting these loans where nigga the bank's gonna own your house in a few minutes so you know what I'm saying? Okay. I just wanted to say that 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 it's our leaders too. Like we're our worst own. Who you can't trust nobody. Who you gonna trust? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean that is who we are. You know, talking about within this political process, not leaders. All right, language is real important to me. They're not leaders. They're representatives. They don't lead you. They represent you. All right, that's the first thing. All right, you've got to get the language right. But uh, let me bring in KV real quick. All right, he's been holding on patiently. KV, what's really good? Hey, man, how y'all doing? This is a real good conversation. I was just sitting back, just listening, and, you know, uh, just, you know, it's very enlightening, man. And, um, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> just medicating and watching the game and listening to y'all. And, you know, it's good to hear about different gentrification stories from different areas of the country you know, regions of the country, you know, like Atlanta. Shout out to the brothers down there, y'all out there on the East Coast. You know, where I'm at, man, in Oregon, bro, it, uh, you know, the first no blacks allowed state, you know what I'm saying? Um, Shit, as a matter of fact, a ballot, and in Louisiana, five states still got uh, slave on the motherfucking, um, ballot right now through uh one of them amendments you know it's man it's man it is systematic bro um and, and you gentlemen are right about gentrification um one of my northeast portland where i'm from it's one of the first projects that actually happened as far as gentrification in northeast portland at one time was where our whole black community was um and um, our that particular community got sold out to a private sector. That private sector was uh, pharma, hospital sector. They have uh, a couple sectors out here, um, like Legacy. So they bought up like damn near a whole neighborhood, bro. Um, and it's nothing but doctors and lawyers and shit, just like um, in the Bay Area, uh, the tech world. Um they're buying up all the damn property. I mean, Berkeley, man, rent for a two-bedroom is like 3600 It didn't used to be like that. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, so, I mean, just to hear, you know, different stories from different regions of the country, man, is very enlightening, you know. And the one brother that was saying that our leaders or our representatives, as DJ Sincere uh Actually, I added in and corrected. Yeah, they're they're reps, Cat's, 
COINTELPRO cast that have been embedded in our community, man, for since day one. Marcus Garvey, yeah. You know, so, yeah, so it's just like, man, that's the problem that we have. Uh, we've been having since we came over here. Shit, it took some motherfuckers from Africa to listen to them motherfuckers to bring us over here. So I don't know, man. It's, you know, we just got to enlighten ourselves, man, and, you know, uh, keep educating ourselves and each one teach one, man, and, you know, do the Harriet Tubman. <laughs> okay, I feel you. All right, no doubt, no doubt. All right, Dirty Basement Radio, I definitely appreciate all the conversation right now. Some real good talk. This is what we do here in addition to the hottest independent music that you will hear anywhere. This is indeed Grown Folks Radio. Dirty Basement University is in full effect. Big shout out to my caller calling in uh, from ATL. I would definitely appreciate uh, your input. I'd very, uh, you know, very uh, uh, appreciate it here. Um, Definitely, you know, we uh, hope to uh, hear from you uh, in the future again, uh, don't be a stranger, you know what I'm saying? Definitely don't be a stranger to the show. We'd definitely uh, love to uh, have your participation. Yeah. Are, are y'all going off? If y'all staying on, man, if y'all got anything else, man, let me know. I definitely want to weigh in on that because, like my man, I'm sitting there watching football listening to y'all, brother. I'm, I'm, I got <laughs> okay, time that's that. what's up. <laughs> All right, well, that's what's up. We definitely appreciate it. Well, I do have another, you know, uh, you know, I, I always uh, have my various uh, rants and things that are on my mind. And, uh, you know, we were going to go into, uh, you know, uh, uh, talking about the concept of, of, of wokeness, you know, in this uh, 21st century and, you know, what that means and some of the pros and cons of, of that particular topic. Uh, but I uh, definitely want to jump into a little bit of music, get back to the music a little bit, and then we're going to come back with that. Definitely got uh, at least uh, another 30 minutes in the show, possibly another hour and a half, and that's the way that it's looking, looking like we're going to be on the air at least until around uh, uh, 7.30, 8 o'clock. So, uh, you know. Uh, you know, enjoy the game and stay tuned. All right, so that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, let's jump back into a little bit more of this music right now. Big shout out to my dude, KV. All right, he in the building. All right, he watching the game, too. Y'all might be watching the same game. Who knows? But let's jump into in, uh, uh, some of his music right now. This is him and his nephew, Six, and this is called The Way. Cause I come from it And I can face some music And it's a lot of you squares Going through it It's a bunch of you players Getting to it The million dollar talking And this is how I prove it See I'm prolific with it And you can feel it When I really spit it I'm laced up And ganged up And God gets it Hated on by most But loved by many It's still feast of famine With me and feed my family See I'm really from the game That's why they can't stand me Cause I was born and invented And now I'm still laughing Still smoking and choking And still gas Still popping his peace and still smashing. Still driving the nuts up in and out the traffic, laughing. Still in a bitch face masking. From the gutter to butter, making it happen. Keeping it cracking, still dropping these classics. That's the way that the game goes. When you're a player from the West Coast. Yes, sir. How this should be. That's the way that the game goes. When you're a player from the West yeah. Coast. Uh. 
Roll number one, get it out of bitch. No love for these hoes, that's real shit. I'm hitting corners, counting bands while I blow sticks. Trap on trap, I'm a long shit. Homie gon' sweater, I'm a letter. And that's word to that 16th letter. I ain't never dirty, Mac. Clean pimpin' like that three times white Eldorado with the booty on the back. No deals, baby, I need all of that. Flight after flight, jet lag, money bags. Always working, but it's worth it. Five star meal designer purses. We grind with purpose, we want, we purchase. No, we don't fuck round with serpents. I just take offering like Sunday service. Reverend Six with the verses, no churches. Amen. That's the way that the game goes. When you're a player from the West Coast. Yes, sir. That's how this should be. That's the way that the game goes When you a player from the West Coast I fucked with the OGs, learn from the best Smoking cooks with some OGs to the neck So sporty all my life, I've been fresh I love life, but a nigga died by respect I never trust nobody, my mind on the check I never save hoes, I check a bankroll You know how it go, money, power, respect The streets play go, and I ain't trying to be next Out the booth, to the boardroom, and back to the booth Did my next moves, man, my video shoot Game news in the interviews and radio shows Chop a game with the people representing the road See it's in the air, where it's fair for a player Ain't no squares here, we getting dope over here, see us in the air, where it's fair for a player, ain't no squares here, we getting dough over here. That's the way that the game goes, when you're a player from the West Coast. Yes sir, that's how this should be. That's the way that the game goes, when you're a player from the West Coast. Yo, this is Rack, and I'm tuned in to DJ Sincere from New York City. Check my music playing now on Dirty Basement Radio. Return of the funky man, my first cassette purchase. Studied the lines, proceeded to fill my head with verses. Did a dream, my version of a release. So I put pen to paper, scribble verses to beat Recited these verses into my deck, built in mic One cassette was looped, instrumental bits that I like The second cassette to record the verses I spit Compiled a couple recordings and I pressed the eject button Now the label to tape something cool was planned Before even knowing what brand meant, it was a man Now for the playback, to hit it boom in these raps In my excitement I forgot to remove all the flack The tape shoes, looking like spaghetti in my deck Took the pen I wrote with to resurrect the cassette Slid it in the left rail, spun the pen clock while I'm still a tape, I realize my recorders could not die. I remember grabbing my tape before I leave the dope. Put it in my boom box and let my speakers blow. From the streets of the ghetto, some leap from the metal. I smoke madism to reach another level. DJs with break beats, mixtapes with straight heat. No taste with mumble rap, but rappers with fake beat. Manatronic is that's the on my walk, man. Wow, I put on my headset and get lost in the sound. College radio play the music that would get to the youth. There's a magical red alert before the mystery was through. I boom my sisters were so loud it seems trunks would break. We were riding the hood and girls' trunks were 
say much respect to the DJs who can move the crowd, who preserve the culture, don't abuse the sound. But if I take pop, yeah, it's back to the shop. They get another one before I'm back on the block. It's for all the DJs who help raise the culture early. You know what I mean? Drift to a memory of gifts on Memorex Boosty be on the rooftop, the culture on cassette Before Netflix and chill, I used to Maxwell Rockin' Don Barry, 90 minutes, takes on Maxell Had BDK uh-huh. on a DDK Pure Swab and Flash on a Pioneer Listen to my demo, my tape in the limo How many cassettes launch careers? JVC bought the force of technique like Panasonic I'm trying to get a kind, my brother, Chastity Chronic so I can get high right. fight on point like a stylist The way I record my shit so this is like the virus The pop is like the virus and spread through concession Hollywood out the OJ, kick a free out the vet I get down like Bobby Brown when I'm with my tenderoni One time is why it's down, it's why I storm off a Sony Focus on what niggas represent, follow the script, don't get hit. Eyes on the prize, 
Listen up, like a, cause y'all can't, like a, it's a whole different vibe. You niggas collide with the music. I blend in with the music. I don't think you get it. I'm fluid, I glide with the music. Shit, I'm fly with the music. You understand what I provide through the music? Yeah, your best vibe for the music. Yeah, Dirty Business Radio, we back in the building. Take a little quick musical break, a little interlude, take a quick breath. All right, from the conversation or whatnot, real good conversation, talking to the folks right now on these airways. Well, we're going to get into a couple more things that's been uh, uh, on my mind, aside from, you know, things of the uh, political persuasion lately. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at a couple of, you know, a couple of things. We're having uh, uh, a bit of a conversation that I decided to continue tonight. We started the conversation uh, last night on the uh, listening room, D.C., uh, uh, Priest and uh, J.P., but it was getting kind of late into the show. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think uh, I think we did kind of, uh, matter of fact, let me get Priest back connected real quick. Let me get Priest back connected. I think, uh, you know, uh, my apologies for taking over your show a bit last night, Priest. Oh, I was loving it, bro. Don't feel I was loving it. I want to get JP up against the ropes again. You said JP. <laughs> <laughs> you had him on the ropes, bro. You had him on the ropes. <laughs> yeah, because he, he was telling the truth last night. So I said, we're going to carry this over to Saturday if DJ Sincere let us here. And we're going to get some more people in on that because here's my take real quick. I ain't going to get too far in it. But a person was expounding to me how they were woke. So they was really talking. So I asked them, where did they get to talk from? And they said, from a particular person. I said, okay, fine. So I asked them, how old were they? And they said, 43. So I said, so for the first 43 years, you were sleepwalking. So they didn't take kindly to what I was saying. So I said, okay, fine. Now, you're going to have to take my response the next 20 years to get to level before you should open your mouth and teach anybody anything. You shouldn't be teaching. You should be quiet. You should be studying like monks. I ain't going to say priests because that's kind of too difficult for you, but try being a monk or something, man. That that woke stuff, I ain't working with that, man. I can't do it on any level because you're still sleepwalking. You're still sleepwalking. Right. I'm done. Now, now, I said something similar, and you indicated that on uh, last night's show. You was, you know, you was kind of laughing. You was like, "Brother, you must have been listening to what, you know, uh, you know, to what you had said on uh, another gentleman's show." Um, and I was like, "No, brother, we just, you know, we just of the same mind. So, you know, we just, you know, uh, you know, detected the exact same thing and spoke upon it, uh, just in different arenas. You know what I'm saying? It just so happens that, you know, we." Uh, uh, of uh, one mind on this particular topic and my position you know or my a lot of my issue you know with the you know with the current you know with the current uh you know so-called wokeness um first let me say whenever somebody comes into a, the uh a different level of consciousness than where they've been at uh, for a particular point in their life, and you know they become aware of things that they weren't aware of before, and um, subsequently it changes their outlook, it changes their worldview, and uh, changes their life. That's a good thing, all right. Whenever it happens in a person's life, some people may get it early in their life, some people may get it later in their life. 
Some people, unfortunately, don't ever get it at all, and they remain in the fog for their entire days, or, you know, they remain asleep. Now, as I said earlier, you know, as I always like to talk about, words are kind of important to me, you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times, you know, they tell an untold story in terms of the terms of the uh, uh, the words that we elect to use and how we describe things and, and, and the energy and the thoughts that we ascribe to certain words, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the true semantics, all right, or the reality of what, you know, semantics really is within the context of any given word. And with the word woke, like Priest was indicating, that indicates someone who has spent, uh, you know, you've been asleep, all right? If someone is physically asleep and, you know, you go to wake them and they're kind of startled, you know, as I was talking about last night, they'll, you know, wake up from their slumber and be like, okay, I'm woke, I'm woke, I'm woke, I'm up, all right? So now they've come from their slumber, they've come from their sleep, they've come from their their point of a lack of consciousness into an awareness. Now they're woke. But previously they was asleep, just like Priest was indicating. You know what I mean? So from that point of now you are becoming aware, there does need, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, it does come with a certain kind of energy, all right? Because, you know, growing up the way that I did and with the parents that I had and the way that I came up, you know, I was kind of just, you know, born into it. You know what I'm saying? So there was no particular time where I was not conscious. I don't say woke, I say conscious. There was no time that I wasn't conscious, right? But for the people who come along later, then there needs to be, like Priest is indicating, there needs to be, a, of course, you know, it does come with a certain kind of energy, but it has to come with a certain kind of humility too because you have to realize, okay, i got to take some breaks. I've been totally unaware of this for all of this time. And I have to, you know, start to start to take this in. Now, you can go in a couple of different directions. You know, a lot of people, you know, they get angry at the fact that, you know, they say to them, well, you know, they've been they've been lied to, and now they become aware of certain kind of things, and and that go against, you know, they're, you know, suffering from this, you know, this shock to their system that, you know, uh, things aren't the way that they thought that they were, in reality, and they say, well, I've been taught this, and it's not so, so. You know, everything is wrong, right? Now, even though they may say everything is wrong, they don't really, really accept everything as being wrong. The things that they accept as being right, they accept as being right, all right? These things are right. Even sometimes within, you know, the same kind of a framework, they may accept one thing and, and disavow the other. My point of contention from an intellectual basis is to say, well, listen, if we're going to have any kind of real conversation or any kind of real kind of movement or any kind of progress on any kind of an issue, all right, between, you know, somebody who holds your type of a position, there has to be a framework, all right? There has to be some kind of a framework. There has to be some kind of, you know, an acknowledgement that this is the framework we're working in. This is the accepted set of circumstances. This is the accepted set of facts, and this is what is, and we could, you know, use this within, you know, common conversation and be able to move forward with it. One person says, well, no, that's wrong because of this, that, and the other thing, and the other thing is wrong because of this, that, and the other thing. And you go down the line, and there's no common, there's no commonality. There's nowhere that you could come together with this person and, and, and build on anything because there's no acceptance of any kind of, 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 of commonality that you could come together and, and, and work together on. You understand? And I think that's a problem. And when we live in the age of, you know, living in the 21st century, the age of the Internet, the computer, social media, 
and the ability to make anything what you want it to be, you know, uh, from an audio standpoint, from a visual standpoint, you know, uh, we've all seen infomercials, and uh, you could be online now, and you can look at something that you may think is a legitimate news source, and it doesn't really have to be. And it's very easy to get food, and people accept all kind of things. Um, you know, there's a lot of disinformation. There's a lot of misinformation, you know, uh, that's really intentional. And if it fits somebody's worldview or what their point is or uh, something that they already think is true, then they're going to grab onto it, and they're going to run with it. Now, one thing that JP said earlier, you know, uh, a lot of times when it comes to the political process, it's really kind of crazy because when one president flips over to the other president, if it's from party from one party to the other party, the party that's no longer or, you know, the uh, constituents of the party that's no longer in power have instant amnesia and they forget the shit that their dude did, you know, just the other day when he was in office before he got voted out. Now, in the case of Trump, you know, JP just finished saying that he did not remember any mass killings, all right, under Trump. All right, don't remember no mass killings. It was quiet. Nobody was getting shot. <laughs> you know, the AK wasn't spraying nowhere, you know. All right, but a lot of times, you know, uh, things go out the memory and we don't really think about it. But uh, a lot of times when things are reported or they're not reported or, you know, you just don't realize, you know, until you really do look up what went on. And just in 2017 alone, while Trump, Trump was no president, right? Just in 2017 alone, there were 322 mass shootings. Now, some people may have died. Some people may have not died, depending on the shooting. But there were mass shootings, meaning that a number of people were shot, all right, on 322 different occasions. So, you know, sometimes we have a bit, you know, sort of an amnesia when it comes time to try to, you know, prove, maybe prove a point or, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, I think a lot of this has to be, you know, considered. And we have to be able to say that this is, for, this is fact and this isn't and be able to work together based, based on uh, uh, that. Um, I'm going to allow JP in first, even though he has a lot to say. JP, all right, I'm going to need you to, you know, give me like a synopsis real quick. I'm going to see if we get, get a couple other voices in, and then we're going to come back around again. All right, JP, shoot. Right on. Um, we're we talking about we back to politics? Uh, no, I'm talking about the, uh, you know, the pros and cons of, of, of wokeness and, and people who subscribe to that kind of a um, thought process and mindset. Oh, my bad. Okay. Well, wokeness, wokeness, part of being woke is being awake, aware, conscious to the fact that all these politicians are related, at least the ones that really matter. They're all cousins. They're all cousins. That's a red flag to anyone. So that's part of being woke. And that's what I was saying last night. Woke is when you see the illusion, you know what I'm saying? Because they pulled a wool over your eyes from day one um, in school, in the public phone system. They, 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 that's where they... That's where they fry your brain in church. That's where they fry your brain because it's part of the system. So being woke to me is like, I, like, I, like I was saying last night, it's seeing the matrix. It's like, oh, shit, this, you know what I mean? <laughs> take the red pill, blue pill, whatever pill you're going to take. They got plenty of pills for you to take nowadays. But being woke is like, like I, I think back to when I thought I was, I started waking up. Where like it's something shocked me, and it was when I learned about 
This is when I learned about the bankers, the banksters, as they call them. I'm not going to go into it or whatever, but when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Because no one ever told me. It took it took me to go to go to school, and you know what I mean? That was one of the reasons some, some black folks were telling my mother, don't, don't let them go to Howard. Don't let them go to Howard. They're going to brainwash them. Like, nah, man, you're just going to learn some shit that you ain't they, – maybe they don't want you to learn, but – being woke, that's, that's, that's what being woke is to me, seeing past the illusion, seeing past the magic trick, seeing, seeing what they're up to, understanding that the reason George Bush and John Kerry, like that, like that reporter that um, died, called heart attack, um, that, 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 that uh, big guy, when he was asking John Kerry and George Bush, ain't y'all both part of Skull and Bones? And they're like, they're like, yeah, and you know, he's like, well, what can you tell us about that? We we can't tell you nothing about that. Why? Because we're the ones okay. pulling the strings, and if you and if you talk too much, you you gonna be woke and you gonna be back sleep. You gonna be woke dead. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's being woke. You know what I'm saying? Seeing okay. the illusion. All right. Well, I mean, I wasn't so much looking for a a definition, but I do uh, thank you for that particular input, you know what I'm saying, so that we are clear on what you consider it to be. But I'm going to bring back in the brother from ATL and see if he he has anything to say on uh, this particular subject. Uh, Brother, I didn't get your name. Yeah, it's Nas, man. Nas? Okay, well, thank you, brother. All right, well, uh, you have anything that you want to add on? Yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So as far as woke, like – what is looked at today is totally different from what it actually, you know, was in the beginning. So in the beginning, like the brother was saying, it was the idea of somebody being conscious, being aware of something. This is something we said in the early, early nineties, back in the day, you would say, okay, this person is woke. He's aware of this, the political process, economic process, different things about history. Person was aware. Then social media comes around and consciousness kind of gets shorthanded into wokeness. And before you know it, the right wing, and I'm talking about right wing, mostly Republicans, they turn it into a pejorative. So then all of a sudden, uh, like right now, you can't go to any right wing website and not find the word woke in one of the articles because it it drives traffic. They they turn the word into a catch-all for all things that are black that they don't like. So this woke teacher, this woke CRT, like they'll turn woke into anything. So now they've kind of politicized it in a way to where it's totally away from the meaning of what it actually was. So to me, it's a language issue when you're dealing with anything with America. Now, when y'all talk yes. about the political yes, process, absolutely. Like, like, you, absolutely. like you laid out, there was the mass shooting in El Paso. You had the mass shooting uh, with the kids at the high school. Uh, so, yeah, there, was, there were multiple mass shootings, but I don't think you could tie mass shootings to a president. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I mean, it's not to say that, you know, any one president is responsible, but, you know, people like to say that, well, this didn't happen during this, you know, or, you know, things were better or things were worse or this happened or, you know, under this president. Yeah, they don't have any control. But that's the violent nature of Americans and easy access to guns. Things like that are going to happen, period. Don't matter who's in office. But when we're talking as, as black people, we're talking about Republicans and Democrats, point blank, period. The Democrats cannot win federal uh, legislation or policy or major office or majority without black votes. They need black votes, so they have to cater to black people. Republicans, on the other hand, cannot win if a huge significant portion of black folks vote. So they try to limit black votes. Why? Not because one party is more racist than the other. It's because of demographics. If you're a Republican and you know the solid South, you have those votes locked up if you can limit how many black people vote then you're going to be in power, you're going to win, then you're going to cater to that. You're going to tailor your policies towards that, tailor your talking points towards that. If you're the Democrat, then you know uh, you can't get 
a majority of the suburban white vote or a certain centrist level of the, of the white vote, and you have to appeal to uh, so-called minorities, so-called people of color, but we're really talking about black folks, then you have to what? Take on some of their policy ideas. You think raggedy Joe Biden wanted to do uh, college forgiveness? No. That was a policy that black people came up with years ago that he gave a watered-down version of because that's the most he could do without pissing off some of those white suburbanites. But ultimately, when you're dealing with this system, as MLK did in his day, he said, look, I'd rather agitate from the outside. I don't want to join any party. I will lay out what I want and what we can kind of agree on and, and work with on. But besides that, that's it. I'm not joining either party. So the black folks who say they're independent, I respect it. I understand it. But ultimately, we're still talking about a, a winner-takes-all game. And in this game, if you don't participate, the other side gets an advantage. Or if you look at this game and say, hey, well, I don't like what the Dems are doing, so I'm going to vote Republican. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But I always ask black Republicans the same question. I never get an answer because they know the answer is going to hurt their heart. It's okay. What piece of legislation can you get passed through a Republican legislature that benefits just black people? And, and they won't be able to answer because you can't as a Republican because the majority of your constituency kind of adversarial to, towards black people. So you won't be able to get that. Okay. So that's a political okay. reality you got to deal with. Now, the Dems, the cowards that they are, the black policy that you push with the Dems, they're going to try to water it down as best they can to not piss off those suburbanite whites like we just talked about. So you're not going to get the best version of your policy. So, again, there are no friends in this game. Shout out to uh, John Henry Clark, the, the great Dr. John Henry Clark. There are no friends in this game, man. Just play the game as it is. But understand what Absolutely. it is. Don't get out Absolutely. here telling me both parties are the same. No, they got different they got different angles. They got different uh, ambitions. And they got different voter bases. And you just got to deal with that. The and I'm going to start to so long-winded. Hey, brother, <laughs> if we talk about in total, indeed. The angle is no white supremacy. That. That's the angle. I got no problem with that. But, again, we're still dealing with a, an America where the majority of white citizens are not having kids. They're not replacing themselves. Their population is getting smaller. By 2050, Latinos and others will be the largest portion of America. So even within the mm -hmm. idea of a white supremacist framework, they have to work around it. They have to figure out ways to work around it. So it ain't so simple as, but you, know. you know, this is white folks' game and that's that. Like, no, nah, they got to they gotta figure out different ways, man. And that's also why you well, see you know, foreigners coming over here. I mean, but, but, you know, I mean, white supremacy and white supremacist uh, ideology you know, at its most successful doesn't just, you know, uh, encompass white folks. You know, it encompasses mm -hmm. everyone. And there's always a large amount of people from other persuasions who, you know, subscribe, you know, and become agents, you know, to the advancement and to the continuation, you know, continuation and advancement of white supremacy. So, you know, these same various, you know, as JP was indicating earlier, some of these same various so-called, you know, people of color, you know, they don't mean us well, you know what I'm saying? And I mean the uh, the so-called black American, you know, regardless of the level of melanin that they may have in their skin, they have a, you know, a different agenda at times. So I think we definitely have to be, you know, aware of that. I consider, you know, both parties to be the, you know, the different sides of, of the same coin. I really think that their agenda is the same, you know what I mean? I just think it's a case of, of uh, good cop, bad cop. 
You know what I'm saying? You have racism and you have racism light. And the Democrats give you racism light. You know, what you're indicating is that they would, okay, well, see, okay, just to give an example. Uh, You know, you spoke about that, um, you know, college forgiveness. But that's, you know, even though it may be couched as it, that is not a nod to black people. That is not a benefit to black people. That's a benefit to everybody. That's a benefit to to, to anybody who did go to college who up to X amount of dollars, they can get that amount of money forgiven. That's not something that's exclusively, you know, uh, to be exclusively used by black folks. That's not my understanding of it. And okay. unless, well, well, you know. Well, let, they, let, me, let, me, let me explain, bro. So mm-hmm. the economic distribution of that, 40% of the people who are going to benefit are black people. Now, are we 40% of the population? No, which means we're getting an unequal share. We're getting an unequal share based on our population of this based on our inability to have, what, high incomes and high student loans. We're only talking about 10 to 20K. 20K, I think, is at the most you can get from this policy. But, no, it's going to benefit black people. For the most part, you're talking about working-class black folks who did a little bit of college, maybe at a JUCO, maybe at a four-year, possibly didn't get their degree. And all this is going to do is, instead of them paying on the interest, they'll be able to actually pay on the, you know, the principle of the loan because this little chunk will take away a huge portion of that. Now, the majority right. of white folks, especially middle-class folks, we're talking about loans in the hundreds of thousands, $80,000, or a professional black cash, cash. We're talking about people who won't be eligible for this because this is basically uh, loan forgiveness for people who are kind of either close to poverty or barely working class folks. So, yeah, it, it is going to benefit black people. But remember, the original statement was forgive student loans, period. This is what I'm saying, that, that a Democratic policy, this is how it plays out. So instead of actually instituting that, they give you this watered-down version that does help some black folks. It, it will help a lot of black folks uh, out there. But, again, all you're doing is knocking off a huge portion of it, but you're still going to be paying on it. So it doesn't go away. And if we know Joe Biden's record, look at his record in Delaware of him getting rid of uh, people's ability to file bankruptcy and other different things that he did with the credit card companies and everybody else. Oh, best believe he had a wink and a nod to those boys who were buying up all this bad debt and telling them, hey, you are never going to get these people to pay this off anyway. Now you're getting a chunk paid off of it. You can take that and then okay. so you know there's always a con there, brother. I, I agree. You know, but you know the uh, you know the point I'm trying to make is that you know the same way that you asked you know some of your you know black Republican uh, you know black Republican friends what could you know what could they bit, uh, get uh, passed that would benefit only black people, I asked the same question to the Democrats, and the same answer is the same. You cannot with the Democrats in power, my controlling what they control right now, all right, you can't get a bill passed that would benefit only black folks. The same thing is true with them. Oh, I, oh, I think you can. Oh, I think you can. Matter of fact, but, I think you, well, you get, okay, you get but, really small legislation but, but, that would but, benefit black okay, folks. Oh, but, go ahead, go ahead, bro. but where's the proof, bro? I mean, Biden's been in office, what, like a year and a half going on two years? What, what bill that would only – keep in mind, and I don't mean people of color. I'm talking about black folks, particularly black Americans. I'm talking folks. about people of color because that encompasses a lot more people. All right, we're talking about mm-hmm. black American folks. What bill mm-hmm. has been advanced that would do that? Even advanced. Yeah, so, not passed, even right, advanced so, that would do that. 
Right. So the first two I would name, and again, Biden's a centrist. I'm not a fan of Biden, not a friend of Biden, Obama, any of those folks. So the first one would be the child tax credit, the one that so-called lifted all these people out of uh, all these children out of poverty. Now, if you lift people out of and poverty, and that benefits for a of only months, black folks. No, 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 no. You, you, you asked what would what would be majority benefit to black folks? I'm, no, no, I'm no, no, no. I did not know. No, majority was not my word, brother. I said nothing about majority. I said what would benefit only black folks. Okay. Okay. Again, I, I take on the challenge, brother. It's not, it's not a problem. So, is there a bill that already exists that only benefits black folks? No. The answer is no. Could they actually do it with a majority in the Senate and the Congress? In the House, could they actually do it? Yes, the Dems could actually do it. I'm, and I'm saying that based on demographics, that not only would the Dem populace have to uh, accept it, but they'd actually champion it and use that as a way to kind of rally the voter base. You'll, you'll see this in the midterms when it comes up. But as far as, like I okay. said, on the Republican side, the answer is a hard no. The answer on this okay. side is this is something you would have to work and fight for, but it's a possibility. That's a huge difference. Okay, yeah, it is, and I will grant you that. But if you are, and by all accounts, you know, black folks are, the main supporters, the main constituency of the Democratic Party is black folks. Would you agree? Uh, no, not the main constituency, because still, we're still a smaller population. We just have a higher concentration of our votes. We're still a smaller vote. Okay, would you say that we are the most, uh, fervent supporters of the Democratic Party. See, I, I think, see, I think, like people talk about this in a way that I don't like. Put it like this: culturally, most Black folks look at Dems as this is the lesser of two terrible options. This is the better of two terrible options. So we're using this terrible option. I don't think most Black folks look at the Dems as some kind of great party or saviors or anything like that. Like people try to say online and stuff like. You talk to most old black folks, and they tell you, like, man, we, we knew these MFs was raggedy. We was just using them because that was the only option we had. And I don't know how much that's changed. So I, I just think we got to get the language right on that, man. Black, the black radical tradition in America has always been. Whatever advancement you want to talk about in America, black people have gotten has come with the spilling of blood. You've been willing to step out there and risk your life to advance things for black people. That's what we've done, and we dragged this country into almost being civilized by being willing to risk that. Now, on the flip side of that is, of course, there's always a blowback. There's always uh, the idea of them deciding, hey, we can't do that anymore. That, you know, that's this, that, and the third for black people. But I, I just don't think the relationship is that. I don't think black people are following thems around thinking that those people are saviors. I just think they're looking at them like, all right, this the one we got to deal with. All right, let's try to clean this raggedy motherfucker up and drag him across the finish line. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We definitely appreciate your viewpoint. You know, uh, definitely uh, interesting conversation here today on Dirty Basement Radio. I uh, appreciate appreciate all of the uh, input. Uh, I think we're going to take another quick break right now and jump into a little bit more music. Um, I invite everybody once again, please go and check out my Instagram right now. All right, when you get a chance to, all right, original underscore Dirty Basement, D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. And uh, check out the the remix and the visual treatment that I did for this song right here.
Yo, what's up? This is Lady Miz, and you're tuned in to DJ Sincere. Check out my hot new single, Rotten, right now on Dirty Basement Radio. Mm. I'm riding. Yeah, baby. I'm riding. Let's go. Is you catching this ride, baby? Come on. Or is you coming to side, baby? I'm riding. Yeah, baby. I'm riding. Let's go. Is you catching this ride, baby? Or is you coming inside? Rolling in my six four. He gave me six inches, said I need more. I need a little You got the hop up on my click more. He said my peonies smell like Dior. Put the key in the ignition and ramp up the transmission. A little more kissing and a lot more dicking. I told you, I'm a rider, rider. Just make sure you don't side up. Come ride with me. Come ride with me. Is you catching this ride, baby? Uh-huh. Or is you coming inside, baby? Come ride with me. Come ride with me. Get in. Is you catching this ride, baby? Uh-huh. Or is you coming inside? Yeah, daddy, talk that shit to me He beat it so good, I charged him with a felony Now I know why his ex is mad at me Cause I fucked him like he supposed to be Grip the handle with a tight grip He thought that I couldn't handle the stick I'm just right with the nice bitch Now he the one that's with You hitting all the right corners real smooth But you gotta speed it up, speed it up You got the green light, daddy, now take off But you better beat it up, beat it up He's still into me after post-nut clarity When he with the next chick, he's fantasizing of me Oh my God, oh my God Just make sure you don't come inside Come ride with me Come ride is you catching this ride, baby? Uh-huh. Or is you coming inside, baby? Come ride with me. Take a ride Come with me. Come ride with me. Is you catching this ride, baby? Uh-huh. Or is you coming inside? Don't stop worrying, y'all 
ass And I'm worried about my woman But she's worried about my cash Oh, I can't worry I'm worried about my job, and I'm worried about the mob. If somebody done changed my bottle, so I'm worried about my God. Oh, I can't worry. Yes, sir, I that did. was yours? Because yes, what you did was, I, I had a speaker, right? 
So my son, my my son Marat, he's six. We pulled out the canvas and the paintbrush. So we out here painting to that tune. It's still bobbing in our head. Bruh, you got an art. You got that technique, bro. I'm trying to tell you. That's all You fact. got that. That's all fact. That was fat, wasn't it? We pulled out the canvas on your yes, ass, sir. bro. We out here painting. Yes, we painting on. We painting on you, bro. You that's well, that funky you, shit that make you be. You get creative for well, If I could take a picture, you can see it. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put it on Instagram. I'm gonna show you what we doing okay. right now to that remix. All right, fantastic, fantastic. Funky, I was just gonna ask you that. Uh, I was just gonna ask you to share uh, with me. You know, whatever you guys, you know, especially. You know what I'm saying? Especially the six-year-old. I definitely want to see what the six-year-old came up with. <laughs> nah, listen. I'm a, I'm not going to say I'm a. I'm doing it right now because this is what happened. This is what the radio business is to me. It's to promote our family, our positive things going on. And we talk about some things that are not so positive. But we do it in a way where people can understand we are here for solutions, man. Back up, son. Okay, here we go. That's man work right here. I'm I'm posting it up on Instagram. That's on the listening room DC, and uh, I gotta put that. That's funky, man. At work, at work. Well, thank you, bro. Yeah, so I mean for real, bro. Not that talky talky stuff. Not the talky talky stuff. I'm talking about like that took me back to '82. Okay, and a lot of cats wasn't that old in '82. Okay. That joint right there, man, was like, whoa. We pulled up, man, listen, go on Instagram when you get a shot, man. Go on this room, D.C. We, man, we up here painting, bro. Anybody that can get us painting, oh, listen, bro, the only thing you got to do is go ahead and make the whole um, CD. Uh, 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 we should go back to TDK. That's what we should do. You know, you're actually right, bro. You're actually right. I mean... I mean, I've just been, you know, that's why, you know, I'm I'm kind of releasing them like this as a, you know, a certain kind of idea that I've had over the past couple of months, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, some things, if you go back on my Instagram, you'll see a couple of other, a couple of other mixes with, uh, you know, accompanying, uh, a company, a I can't talk right now, but with uh, visuals to go along with them, all right? Um, some of the actual video itself, you know, in the terms of that one, we took the video and we just, uh, you know, remixed it and put the remix to the video and then you'll also find one with the uh temptations where i reworked uh a uh, temptation song and um did the same thing so you know stay tuned there'll be some more things coming up i do need to release a full project it's been a number of years since i released a full project i do need to do that but um yeah i'm gonna have to actually sit down and actually do that so <laughs> that yeah might take a little bit of time. Know, yeah you go on the listening room, DC, um, on Instagram, you'll see the pieces that we're working on right now. Because that tune, I don't know if that was, that was six minutes, though, bro. That was a six-minute tune, bro. That wasn't three-minute radio time. What, what happened? Yeah, I know, what I, know I know, I know, I know. See, but since I'm the program director, I can kind of break my own rules sometimes, right? <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> hey, <laughs> once yo, in a while, bro. once in a while. Once in a while, I can break my hey, own rules go, once in a while. I was checking it because it was a little bit more than three minutes. I, look, we broke out the canvas, and I'm telling you, bro, you give us some of that music, we'll vote for you, bro, or vote for whoever you say vote for. You tell us who to vote okay, for. We'll get, our, we'll get our heads bobbing. Yeah, but on Monday, I'm trying to get this young lady on my show. I sent JP3 some tracks from the young lady already, and JP said, I don't know. We're going to try something anyway. I don't know. 
What do you think, JP? Yo, you man, do I, it anyway. I hit her. I hit her. I hit her on the uh, email with some with some song. I spoke to her briefly, but she got to get back at me. You know what I'm saying? Man, some okay. people get too busy. They don't under, they don't understand what money is. They think money is no, something you stick cool. in your pocket. That ain't I'll cool. Working anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm man, still I want some long term money. It don't matter. Shit. I know, bro. I still want some of that long-term money, man, because them people be hot for five minutes, and then they go out into the exactly. world. The world use them up for 13 months, and then they caught in a 360 deal, and we ain't never going to get no money, exactly. JP. All right, but I don't exactly. like that paradigm, so I'm going to go back to the work. So, yeah, Monday we're going to have a hot show on uh, Listening Room Philly. As you can tell, JP going to finally figure out, yo, can we get somebody on the panel to tell us how to get an MP4 to an MP3, please, and thank you? Oh, man. All right. Yo, I, I mean, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to tell you how to do it right now. I'll tell you how to do it right now. All right, you got your MP4 file, you know, stored in your computer, right? You know what I'm saying? It's in your downloads or whatever, right? All you're going to do is that you're going to go to, you're going to put into your Google machine, you're going to say MP4, it's going to give you a selection of converters, and you're going to put your file into to the converter, you're going to press convert, and it's going to change your file to an MP3, then you're going to download it back, and now you're going to have an MP3 version of your MP4. Simple enough, and I'm going to try that too, but I promise y'all that I... My my laptop says MP4 to MP3. The last one did the same thing. The last one used to work. I don't know why this one is giving me a headache. Trust me. I'm now, I'm, now, and I'm, a, now, I'm, I'm surprised. Now, I'm surprised that in the program that you, you know, that you're, you know, working with, that in your, you know, one of the drop downs, probably like the one that says file, there's not a selection, there's not a tab where you could export the file. And MP3, give you the option yes, to export. Huh? Yes, yes. But yeah, that's what I thought too. That's what I'm saying. So when I when I said this, y'all, y'all like, nah, it's not MP, it's not MP3. I'm like a little confused. But like I said, I mean, you can't. Again, I mean, I'm, I mean, some of the programs. <laughs> I mean, some of the pro, some you know, most of the programs. I I think would allow you to, you know, select which format that you want to export it in. If you want it to be a WAV file, or you want it to be MP3, or whatever. It doesn't allow you to do right. that? Right. Okay, Absolutely. wow. Okay. On the, export, on the export part, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you export the file that you created, you know what I'm saying, in the program, you should be able to export it as an MP3. It doesn't let you do that? Yes. That's, listen, that's what I'm saying. It has a part where it's saying MP3, MP4 to MP3. Like the last drawer. I, was, I used to use right. my other computer. It was MP3, so I know exactly what you're saying. And and I thought that like right. I was like, yo, I'm gonna send something. I sent something the other the last time. I thought that's gonna that in the email MP3, but apparently it wasn't. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not quite sure what's going on with that, but definitely, uh, you know, yeah. just uh, you know, I'm you, you know, what I'm though. saying, I'm use your go- Yeah, yeah, just uh, you know, just use your Google machine and you know, just put it in. It'll give you a number of different choices. You know, what I'm saying, find one that's free. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, you know, try it out, and, you know, hopefully uh, that'll work for you. But that, make sure that after you convert it to download it, you know what I'm saying, and save it, you know, and uh, make sure that when you do, you know, mail it out, that you, you know, mail out the MP3 and not the MP4 or the M4A. Right. All right. All right. All right. Big shout out to Madhu A1. I think I see him in the building right now. Let me get him connected right quick. A1, what's really good? Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good, fellas? 
Chilling, chilling, chilling. You know what I'm saying? Peace out. Yo. Peace out. Yeah, I just lost you know I'm saying? Man, I know I'm a little late, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You missed, uh, you know, some uh, real good conversation. But, of course, you're always, uh, you know, free to check out the archives. You know, we're, uh, you know, in the midst of a few things about, uh, you know, politics and, you know, wokeness and, uh, you know, a uh, few things in between. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, we right, just, right, you know, right, getting ready right. to eat. Sound like some. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we're getting ready to you know, uh, around, uh, you know, third base in a couple of minutes. we got about another, you know, 30 minutes left in the show. You know what I mean? So we definitely, uh, you know, uh, glad to have your presence, you know what I'm saying? Nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? I know you blessed me with some new music uh, just the other day. You know what I'm saying? So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely um, I definitely sent you some joints. Um, I sent you two, definitely. Um. It's definitely good music, uh, you know. Like I said, we got the new artist Juicy. Um, she's definitely hitting with us right now, and you know she's a female singer, rapper. She you know she's good peoples, you know. And I, um, you know, I just want to see what you know what the vibe is. See how everybody vibe to it. Okay. All right, no doubt, no doubt. But well, we got one on deck right now. You know what I'm saying? We got that. You know what I'm saying? We got that clarity joint. You know, so we got that clarity joint on deck right now. So I guess we could always we could always oh, jump uh, into that. I said some clarity. I ain't know I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't know I sent you clarity. Jesus. Okay. Right. I will see that. We'll see that. You know what I'm saying? See, 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 see that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I be getting joints sometimes. I be getting them on the, you know what I'm saying, on the humbug. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I get them honestly, but I get them honestly though. You know what I mean? So this is this is yeah, one of them yeah, joints, yeah, but yeah. man, a one. Even mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't be. You sent it to me. <laughs> I ain't even mad at you. I ain't, I ain't know I sent that with them. <laughs> we good. We good. All right, so that's what it is, bro. So we got that one on deck. So, I mean, it's all good, right? I can blaze that one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, you know, all the joints that I sent you is, is unreleased. So, you know what I mean? I, I'm just trying to get the vibe to it. But, yeah, 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 rock that. That's cool. All right, all right so let's get into it right now. Unreleased joint, unexpected joint. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's here. All right, Dirty Basement Radio, live radio. Never know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is, exclusive joint right now. All right, remember what you heard it first right here. Let's do it. This is King IV alongside of my dude. He's on the air right now, A1. Let's go. Just look in my eyes, you'll see what they despise. Have you ever seen a picture so clear? I mean, so clear that you can hear. Did y'all niggas really love you? Did you? Trying to paint a perfect picture for niggas Try to go kick it how I'm kicking Not fatality niggas huh? Motor combat up in the jungle It's survival of fittest I don't need nobody to tell me How I'm taxing these niggas Different bracket up in the age range Stocking these niggas How I'm holding you might not hold it 
set a record for Guinness. Right. Y'all pop up when there's a scene, they try to label a minute. Box you all up in your mouth and take your teeth to the drooler. They Fuck see me coming, right. start to talking, but they spit in manure. I know a couple ex cons, but I call them a connoisseur. I'm just trying to handle business, long as money coming to you. Ain't, ain't nothing really to it, I just do it how I do it. That boss, if you really just look at my eyes, what they gon' see? You'll see, huh? What they despise. He don't want it like that. Have you oh. ever seen a picture so clear? Uh huh. I mean, so clear that you can hear. He don't want it like that. Did y'all niggas really look? Did you say what? Did you ever read a book? No, have you spotted it? Through the eyes of these drugs. Y'all niggas really love when grandmoms died. Shit, your boy lost pride. A lot of things in the hood that I couldn't let slide. So I said, fuck it, nigga. We all gon' get it. Especially if they did it and they stayed committed. nigga. See how the chain swing. I've been doing dang dang. And I don't give a fuck if you hood or you gang gang. You see, my shit right now is that dang thing. And everything we spent, nigga, we spent never the same thing. So charge to the game, y'all charge to the dollar. You look just charge to the hood or charge to the block. Talk about everything that you got wow. so you can't wow. be mad if niggas just plot nah. If you really just look in my eyes You'll see what they despise Have you ever seen a picture so clear? I mean, so clear That you can hear Did y'all niggas really love Girl Shereel Miss Sex Appeal chilling with DJ Sincere in the original Dirty Basement Studio in New York City. Alright, yeah, Dirty Basement Radio. That's my dude A1. That's his latest offering right there. Alright, him and King Ivy. That joint is called Clarity. I just wanted to see what the vibe was on that joint. So, uh, uh, gentlemen, you want to give him some feedback? Yo, I want to say something. Go ahead. Okay, that song is hot. That song is hot. First of all, this brother got a straight-up bass. Like, he in the Temptations, he got a bass voice like that. That song is hot. I'm just missing, personally, I want to hear somebody in your background, like some... I don't know if it's an octave above you with some, with some harmony, but like like I think on your on your melody on your hook that joint's fire. I think I just think more people need to be singing it. You know what I'm saying? More people. I'm, I'm saying voices. That's what I'm saying. People more voices need to be in there. The bass is awesome. Like what you did is awesome. I think you need some voices on top of that. You know what I'm saying? I love it, and that's what I got to say. Okay, I appreciate. You want to chime in? That's the music director right there. You know, if he's playing it, I'm just going to put some live drums to it. 
Because that's what I heard. I heard some live drums to it. Okay. And I would have to get the track and go up to JP Studio and just do that right quick and send it back to him. Because that was off the chain as it is. Now, I wanted to go global, so I'll put some of the African rhythms in that thing. All in between that. Am I telling them what to do, JP? You know how I do it, JP. Just press record. Just press it. That's all fat. That's all fat. It's that, bro. Melody's fat. The song is fat. When the rap came in, the rap was just icing on the cake. Like, the song is already, you know what I mean, the beat's Mm -hmm. on your head. It's like, it's already fat. You know what I mean? Okay. So in I other words, walk. in other words, in other words, we're saying, can we get on? That's all. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, then you have it. Straight up. Straight up. See, I was thinking, I was singing right, well, along then. with you. Once I heard, once I heard it the first time, I was in, I was in here singing along with you. I said, oh, he just needs a, he just needs some, some uh, more voices on top of that bass. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking. All right. Well, you're here right here from my two resident musicians. All right, so uh, uh, let me bring our A1 back in. Yeah, All right, bro, so what do you think about the... Uh, nice to talk to me. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it. You know, you know what I love about this show, man? You, it... I look like you're breaking up a little bit, bro. It looks like we're losing that connection a little bit with my dude they wanted. We're just getting ready to give a little bit of thoughts on uh, what he just heard for the feedback. Brother, are you with us? You hear me? Okay, there we go. There we Yo. go. Say that again. We lost you. Yeah, my, my, my thing. I mean, I'm driving, bro. You got to give me a second. I'm driving. I'm in the woods. You know, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I can hear the wind. I can hear the wind. I'd have a little bit of connection problems. He might be driving through the woods right now, the outskirts of town. You know how the signals be at times. Sometimes you lose those signals. I know not be traveling through those southern areas, those southern towns. You're getting certain kind of parts, and ain't no cell towers. Ain't no signals. You know what I'm saying? You ain't making no calls. You ain't getting no bars. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. You I said, little Nate Dogg in that joint. I was feeling like Nate Dogg was singing a little lower. That's, you know what I mean? That kind of that came to me, too. I thought, oh, snap. This is like, this is like a, instead of a baritone Nate Dogg, now you got a real double bass Nate Dogg, like the Temptations bass. You know what I'm saying? But it's like anything on top of that is just going to be butter. You know? Okay. Yeah, I definitely appreciate right. it, though. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. it's nothing but love, man. I appreciate you guys so much, man. But I ain't even, you know, like I said, I ain't even know how I sent you clarity, but that's what's up, though. That's what's up, though. All right, well, I mean, I guess that was the way that it was meant to turn out because you did send me two joints. So I just happened to upload that one first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's just what, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it was for the night. You know what I mean? That's just what it was for the night. So that's what it was meant to be. So, you know what I'm saying? That's right. the vibe. I do the basement radio, giving y'all the independent artists, uh, you know, the newest music first right here, my man A1. I look like he made a a good mistake. I he made a good mistake. I sent me that joint, you know what I'm saying? Even though we thought it might have been like another joint, but he sent me that one. So uh, that's what it is. I I getting ready to get out of here in about another 15 minutes. Gonna you know skedaddle and uh, you know take it easy for the rest of the evening and see what's going on. I think they got you know what I'm saying now. I'm a I'm a big battle rap fan. 
All right. So I think they got I think they got some uh, I think they got a battle rapper going on tonight. So I'm gonna check out some of the festivities after I get off the air and a couple of cats that I do want to see. Uh, you know, uh, A1, are you in the rap battles? Are you in the rap battles? Are you in the uh, 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 URL and, and such? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I said, I, I, I love the culture, man. So however however anybody bringing the culture, man, I love it, especially when the battles get crazy. Because I done seen some battles where it was highly disrespectful. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold my composure on that type of shit right there. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? That's what gets said a lot from, you know, outsiders, you know, artists or MCs or whatever, you know, don't think that they could, you know, stand, you know, in front of uh, somebody else and saying all kind of crazy disrespectful stuff about, you know, they, you know, they, they family and their kids and all kinds of things, you know, at times, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, a couple of cats I'm looking forward to see. I think they got, uh, they got JC against, uh, Sue Surf on deck tonight. You know, I think that's at the top of the card. That's the headline battle for tonight, I do believe. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, JC has been, uh, you know, uh, JC has been, uh, you know, uh, one of the top uh, MCs for me for a while. So i uh, definitely interested to see, uh, you know, what's going to go down tonight. So all my battle rap fans, you know what I'm saying? Uh, check that out if you get a chance to uh, see what else is going on uh, tonight. I know in a couple of, in a couple of months, before my boxing heads, uh, 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 they got Spence against Crawford. I know uh, that's going to be a that's going to be a big one. That's going to be a real real uh a big situation. I think that's probably going to be the fight of the year. You know what I mean? Uh those two uh those those two gentlemen are two uh serious fighters and uh uh that should be a very very uh, entertaining fight. Now they had a fight just the other week, you know what I'm saying? Your boy Canelo was in the ring against Triple G, but that one ended up being a bit of a dud. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I hung out with a couple of my boys, went to a bar, and I watched it on the you know the screen in the bar and whatnot. Had a few drinks, and um, you know had a real nice time. But the fight itself, you know what I'm saying, was a bit of a dud. You know what I'm saying? I I think uh, I think uh, uh, Triple G, if he had uh, uh, applied himself a bit more, I think he might have been able to win that fight. But I don't think that was the intention. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, people say, well, he's 40 years old, this and the other thing. But you know, you look at the fight, he was. You know he's he's a he's a bigger man than Canelo, even though uh, at his advanced age. And um, when it got to be about maybe the ninth round, he tried to, you know, seem like he was trying to pick up his steam a little bit. But it was a case of you know too little too little too late. If it, if he had a, you know, started that kind of thing in maybe the fourth or fifth round, I think it would have been a different a different situation entirely. You know what I'm saying for real for real. So um, you know we'll see what goes on. You know what I'm saying in the boxing world in the in the, in the rap world. You know, and uh, y'all stay tuned for what we got here on Dirty Basement Radio. Please to be back on the air this coming Monday along with JP. I know they got some things they're working on, so hopefully that will come to pass for the Monday show. If not, they have another bite at the apple on Friday, and, uh, you know, we'll see what uh, that bring, brings. All right, big shout out to my dude, Mr. Raw. I was hoping to catch up with him today, but uh, he's still, uh, you know, getting himself back together for his, uh, you know, reemergence, hopefully, uh, here on Dirty Basement Radio in the near future. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, we're getting ready to close out the year, so, you know, maybe we'll uh, uh, wait for 2023 and see uh, if we can get it all back together with uh, Mr. Raw, you know what I'm saying, uh, for the a new year. So, you know, stay, stay tuned, stay tuned. And as always, all my independent artists, please send your music through. If you don't send it to me, you can send it to Priest or JP. All right, and we'll get it. We'll get it right here on Dirty Basement Radio. And I'm gonna start coming to your show, Priest. And I'm gonna start mm-hmm. bringing some of your guests over to my show. 
Mm-hmm. I was trying to get that happen because the young lady with the music, she would do better on your platform because the music, I'm going to send you the music. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to break the rules, okay? Because they be sending me music just for me to hear, and I'm going, that's too good to be right there. So I'm going to send it out anyway, and they're going to have to get mad. They're going to have to sue me. Because one of us going to get rich. One of us going to get rich. Well, big. Well, big shout out to you, too, because, you know, I tuned into your show yesterday, as we were saying earlier, and um, when you get ready to go off the air, you play the joint that I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I thought it, I thought it sounded like Sounds of Blackness, but I wasn't really sure. And, you know, you told me about, you know, who it was, you know, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and, you know, it's the work that they did with Sounds of Blackness, you know what I'm saying, and Nisby and them. And um, look the song up, definitely a hot, definitely, definitely a hot song, definitely a hot song, and, um... You know, you could, uh, you know, expect to hear something, me uh, rework that song in some capacity. You know, because I, you know, cause I like it as an acapella, so I'm definitely going to take that acapella and do something with it. But I also, so That's I also that. like the track. So I'm probably going to take that track and put that track with a totally different vocal and put that, uh, put that vocal with a totally different track. So uh, stay tuned for that clip. I'm waiting to hear it. Be- yeah, that'll be coming up some, yeah, I'll be coming up sometime in the future. But, this weekend, all right, stay tuned. We're getting ready to we're getting ready to drop. Uh, I think I'm going to release a. Uh, I think I'm going to release. I've been working on a Macy Gray uh, remix, all right, for uh, her classic song "I Try." So uh, we've been playing around with that one. We think we're going to release that one sometime over the weekend. So stay tuned. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, another 10 minutes left right. in the show before I got to go. So I guess I can squeeze in a couple of more songs. Who, who should I play before I get on out of here? Y'all got any requests? Anybody you want to hear this in the switchboard? Uh, JP, Priest, anybody you want to hear? Man, hit that Jimmy Jam Lewis, man. I hit that Lewis hear, Jam. I hear hand. <laughs> what, uh, what, hands? I want hands. Yeah. You're going to get these hands. I think we got enough time to squeeze in, to squeeze in both of those. So, you know what I'm saying? Let's see if we can do just that. Let's see if we can do just that. Uh, I guess we'll go with my, uh, I guess we'll go with my girl Spicy first. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's get that one together right quick. Big shout out to my girl Spicy. All right. All right she got the new video that's on deck going to be released soon. All right. The new, uh, uh the new song, um, Oh, my goodness, I can't think of it right now. Give it to you, all right? Uh, the video, uh, I know the video is going to be released on that shortly, so I definitely stay tuned for that. We've been rocking that single for a while, but man, JP got the special request, so let's get into it. All right, this video is available right now on YouTube. This is Spicy Hands. <laughs> I'm 
like a bitch until next week. Till I found you, I didn't get to put um, Jam and um, Lewis' name down. I was typing kind of fast last night, so it's down there. And say Till I found you. That joint is funky because I think it's Mary J. Bly on it. Um, a couple of different artists that they put together on there. It was funky, man. Hmm. Hope it's still on there. Ah uh, well, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finding it. <laughs> you know, I always have a problem. I always have a problem finding your joints, priest. I don't know how you put them in. I really don't. I always, I always have a problem. I put I put the artist name, but last night last night's show had "Till I Found You." It was a tease, solid tease, and I have to erase it, man. We got so much files in this tank, man. We got a lot of files, bro. But anyway, that's yeah, I mean, I tri- you know now now as far as my own files, I do trim them out. Sometime I was thinking the other day, it's time for me to, you know. uh Trim some out, trim some out again. Well, That's okay, well, I don't know, I'm bro. I'm not that. seeing it in here. I'm not seeing it in here. Okay. I'm not having no luck. We only got about three more minutes left in the show. Unfortunately, I'm don't not me. having. I'm not having any luck, and uh, I, you know, I gotta say all the time, I make a joke about it. I can't ever find any song that you put in the system, bro. <laughs> I, I, put I, the names, find... I put the names of the artists in there. But last night I was making it up as I go because the conversation was so interesting that I was typing the songs and while we were talking, and I was like, anytime we we need to have a Wednesday show just so we could do just that what we did last night, and a lot of people would tune in. I'm sure just to get our thoughts out, okay? Mm-hmm. Just the thoughts. 
little bit of music. That's it, I mean, I mean, I mean, like I said, I can't never find any joints. I'm over here typing in joints. I'm typing in, you know, Marcus Miller. I'm looking for that joint, you know, that case of rod joint. I can't never find any joint that you put in the system. Just system, just uh, 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 preach. Oh, well, I don't know why. Well, I don't know what. I don't well, know what's going you what on. I don't know. I don't know if there's a ghost in the machine. Uh, no, I'm saying no, I don't know if you be using. I don't know if you be using some kind of alternative spelling or what. No, but what happened is right. There's so much files in there that I have to focus on two little segments all the way at the end. So I have to download songs and erase songs at the same time to get minds inside of all those files. I kid you not. That's a little I don't understand why because. No, but, but what I'm saying is okay, brother, I understand that. But I understand that, brother, but what I'm saying is I yeah. don't have to go through that. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't no, have to go through that. The boss. I, I, I don't the have boss. to I don't have to upload I don't have to upload any race at the same time, anything ever. So I don't understand no. why so I don't no so I don't understand why you have that issue. But if you having that issue, I'm not gonna argue with your experience. If that's been your experience, then okay. Well, I'm sorry that you're having that experience, but that's never been my experience. Now we do have a lot of files in there, but 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 this is the cloud. You know what I'm saying? This is the cloud. It's not like it's a physical storage space. So the cloud has unlimited storage. So I really don't. Right. Once again, I really don't know why. I really don't know why that you're encountering you know that kind of a problem. But when I well, punch you up in the you know. okay, but when right. I well, like like I said, I haven't had that. I I, I haven't had, I haven't had that experience. But um, okay, okay, it's no word. I'm gonna get. You, I'm gonna make sure you stay, bro. I'm you know what I'm saying? Sure but um, you know, when I punch in like yeah. the name of a song, any other song, I could usually find it. But when I put in the song that I okay, I heard this. I heard this on Priest Show. I want to play this on my show. I mean, even even finding the commercial. I be trying to find a commercial. <laughs> I'm like, where the commercial at? Well, I played it before. Maybe I found it, it once it must, or twice. It must be one of them, <laughs> them phantom things, man, because I know I put all that stuff in label it. I know I do, bro. I know I do. Yeah, man. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get on. But no worries, bro. Anything you put on is fine. I like the platform. We're getting down to get down. A1, I got to get some of that music that he promised me. Please let me get some of that music. Please and thank you. All right. No, All right, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right, we run a couple seconds over time. Definitely time for us to get on out the door. Thank you all so much for tuning in and uh, uh, joining in on the uh, platform and the expression. All right, and uh, bringing your thoughts, uh, you know, to the table as always. Big shout out to our guest, uh, Nas, that came in from ATL. All right, definitely, brother, we enjoyed your conversation and your input, and definitely don't be a stranger to the show. Make sure y'all tune in on Monday for my dude Priest and JT. They'll be in the building for the listening room, Philly. All right, time for me to go. Y'all take care and be safe. Peace. Mmm, girl. Wow. You looking good. I just keep I can't wait to get at you. I can't wait to get at you. At you. Let me paint you a picture. I can't wait to get with you. Ooh, can't wait to get at you. I can't wait to get at you. I'ma paint you a picture. I can't wait to get with you. True. You can see it when you're looking in my eyes. The way I'm looking at your side. No, I'm not one of those guys to waste your time. No, it's not part of the plan. 
Not trying to be a man Well maybe just a fan And let it grow slow Don't get it confused You have nothing to lose Only when you snooze If that's what you choose Let me tell you the news It is what it is Go hard or go home Leave well enough alone I'ma set the tone And I'ma make you moan Like you was home alone Cause I'ma give you a bit I can't wait to get at ya I can't wait to get at ya Let me paint you a picture I can't wait to get with ya Ooh, can't wait to get at ya I can't wait to get at ya I'ma paint you a picture I can't wait to get with ya True Tell me really what you wanna have done Come on girl, we'll have fun Let us two become one Act like you know Oh there's a need for you to start to be shy, especially when you're so damn fly. Please don't let this time pass us by, cause I'm ready to go for broke. Ain't no shame on my game, mama do what I claim, show you I'm no lame. Raw's one and the same, there's no one to blame when you call my name. So let's see what you got, cause I'ma hit the spot. This is the last drop, I want you to make it pop till I take the top. Girl, that's my aim. I can't wait to get at ya. I can't wait to get at ya. Let me paint you a picture. I can't wait to get with ya. Ooh. Dirty, 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 dirty. 